This week on Face Off Hockey Show, boy, we got some some stuff for you. All Star Weekend's coming up. Can you can you feel the the? Ugh, hate it so much. We'll talk about wild junior hockey trades. We'll talk about the trade deadline that is fast approaching, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Face Off Hockey Show, right about now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. Face Off Hockey Show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with the C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. Hey, that's me. I'm Scotty Waz. Welcome. Uh, Face Off Hockey Show here. Johnny P there. Mark with a C there. Can you hear us this time? I can. I got, hey. I got the splitter working. Great yeah. work. And we got a and- Today, here's the belt. Uh, yes. Yes. Old Hudson won fantasy football. Yes. No, I didn't. Oh. Back to back. Um, I did Hudson, not, help me. I did not win that. I oh. did not win that. No, oh. I did not. I did not win that. No, I did not. It's okay. <laughs> it's not it's your okay. fault. You helped a lot. <clears throat> Shake and bake. Yeah. You, without you, I wouldn't have woke up at four o'clock every morning to make roster moves. So. Yeah. <laughs> bro, what are you talking about? Maybe we could just split screens and you could go somewhere else on a computer. <laughs> and we just... Yeah, you get the comfy chair and the nice microphone, and I just go somewhere else. No, no. Or you can get all of this stuff and buy it, and maybe you can do it on doing a computer. Make another desk, you mean? Yes, sir. Exactly identical to the one that I already have? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Hop dog. What do we got tonight? I'm a hot dog. You're a hot dog? It's a, just another eighth rule. It's nothing fancy. Okay. No. No no, no pairings. No no cool label. Oh, God. Yep. Yeah, nope. you're falling. That's why. It... That's why you're I killing me, dude. Pizza. Ah! Debuting on the broadcast uh, on the podcast Monsters Network coming soon, I'm sure. Yeah, what would you start a podcast about, Hudson? If you could start one yourself. Stranger Things. Speak into the microphone; they can't hear you. Stranger Things. All right, uh, it's a good topic. It's very uh, topical currently. And yes. also the next webcast, Rocket League. Rocket League. Rocket League would probably get you out. Wow. Actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rocket League. Podcast. He's pretty good at Rocket League. Uh, how about we get the belt? You want me to put the belt somewhere else? Yeah, how about we get the belt away for a little the bit? Belt's very heavy. We'll put the belt away. It's very, it's old. It weighs probably about as much as you do. Yeah. And you... Really? Will I weigh a lot? That doesn't weigh a lot. That weighs like a little lot. Well, well said. Sound, sound logic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about our weeks. Is this what normally what we do in the first ten minutes still or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we, still, we still do. Johnny it's had not, a... it's not seven ten, you know. Okay. okay. Got that going for us. He, he was <laughs> honest. Uh he could produce. 
He could. What did you say? Oh my. Can you? Look at look at. Oh my gosh, look Hudson! At look at what we're doing. Not at the clock. Thank you. What'd you do? Two o'clock. There's gonna be a story. Hudson, you're being asked a question. What? What is the question? Hudson, what did you do this week? Uh, went to school. Okay. All right. Really not schooling. Is that it? You just went to school. You did nothing else. Uh-huh. You didn't go to the indoor theme park or anything. No, no I did. What? I did, I did, I did, I did. Was it fun? Yes. That's an indoor yeah. theme park. Someone's going to have to. I live in North it's just. Coast. It's just like an indoor play park. It's not really a theme park. It's just got a bunch of slides and trampolines and stuff. We'll stay back to back. <laughs> yeah. That actually sounds really great. <laughs> it is perfect because they literally lock the kids inside. So what? you don't really have to pay too much. Like you still have to pay attention to make sure they don't get hurt. But there's not like a real playground with a bunch of kids running around and they you're gonna lose what somebody. They lock kids inside. They lock you inside. They don't let you leave without us. What? That's yeah. Smart. Yeah, that's that's actually Wait, really. That's why they check our wristbands on the way out to make sure that you don't get stolen by somebody else. Wait. So so that means that if you already went and I wasn't left, that means that. I wouldn't be able to go. They wouldn't just let me live there. Yep. Maybe. Would it Something. be a fun place to live? No. No? It would not. Why not? Because I don't have my phone. And, <laughs> and my life. And your life. And all of the stuff I have that, yeah. I, that I own. And you start a new life. Yeah. Right. What? As you a buy spy. me a new car. Oh, no. Sure. Why not? With all that podcast money you're rolling in. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to move out after you start your Rocket League podcast, right? Uh, oh, my. It's going to be called Hudson Hawk. I'm not even that old. Sure, it's true. It's a fair point. But on the flip side, think of all the money. Yeah, uh, tons of money. Stacks of money. Fun. You'd have to put it in a safe. No, I don't get my own safe. I can't buy it. Or you can convert it all to crypto. Oh, jeez. Bro, I want to save my money for stuff that I already have. Mm-hmm. That I can come here. Okay. Come there, and I can bring it to you. But think yes. of all the money you can Sheesh. get so your mom and dad can retire and spend more time. Well, then give it to me now. Give it, give it. I don't give have it. it. Give it all to me. I have there you it. go. There you have it. Subscribe to our Patreon. All the money goes to Hudson. <laughs> That's right. That is right. All two thousand monies will be will think, be in our mailbox. Yeah, I think you overestimate how many people like the show. Maybe even money. Yes. What? My glasses? No, those. Those. Oh, the, all the money. Yeah. Here. Hudson wanted to show you his money. I already got the money. Straight right money. Turn it around. Look at that. I already got the money. Yeah. Keep he dialing people. Look at that guy. Okay. I'll tell him that subscribe to our webcast. Perfect. Uh, Skype show. Because Skype. <laughs> it is. It's a podcast that we record using Skype, Hudson. That is right. <laughs> right. 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 That is right. Yep. Not wrong. True. Well, well why don't we hear about Scotty and Uncle John's weeks? Well, all well, you weeks. John? Ooh. 
I went to uh, hockey on Friday night. That's right. Wait. Good, good to, hockey wait, game. Last week. Yeah. Yes. Now it's your turn. <laughs> the one with the big bald head. <laughs> Hey, no, is that me or is that Scott? That's exactly true. Specific. Scott? Okay. His name's Scott. Left. Okay. Uh, Hudson keeps everybody on point. He's like, all right, you answered my one I question. I told you he could be your producer. Next. That's right. I also went to hockey, but a different hockey. What's a different hockey? What, what What's the difference? John, Johnny went to the Maryland Black Bears game. Wait, Johnny boy? Johnny boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I went to the University of North Dakota's hockey game. So they're two different yeah. games. Daddy? Yes. It's only been 11 minutes. Yeah, correct. Thank you, producer yeah. Hudson. What? We can do traffic what? What do, we you yeah. do we have to move on to the next segment or something? Sure. Are you going to tell us to wrap it up? Wrap. You got our you traffic guy this ready? To, this is wrap traffic? it up. You do this to say wrap it up. Wrap. Uh, a hip, a hop, a hip, a hip, 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 a hop, a hip, a hip. Nope. Uh, can you give us a traffic report? How's it going in the house? Is the is the freeways clear? Steps cleared? Yeah. You guys make laps around the uh, the, the first floor there. Did you hit any traffic jams? Laps around. Any way. accidents? Did the dog get in the way? Traffic on the twos. What laps around? When you and Herper run around the kitchen. Yeah. Do you get in any traffic? Yeah. Yeah? Traffic jams. Can you speak into the microphone, Hudson? Yeah, I get some traffic jams. Sure. Okay. Sure. What's the weather like? It's like it's like a rainy and bloody. And woolly? Bloody. Bloody? Bloody? Bloody. I don't know. Bloody? I, I don't know. I think that. Uh just days are days. That's true. Days are days. Yeah. It's Sometimes very uh that's very uh, philosophical of you. Yeah. Wait. Why are you recording your call? Up in the right corner. Because that's how we record the podcast and put it to audio. Yes, Hudson. What? Now you're how, telling how everybody else people listen to us. You have a booger. In, in my face? Bro, I'm covered with boogers. You are covered with boogers. What? Trust me, I know. <laughs> I got this big booger. Let's not, let's not pick them on, on air. No. This is what you... If you pay it for the Patreon, you can see my son picking boogers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yes. Every a, day. Go every, on a video. Uh, every day. Buy boogers. Then it's done. Yeah, for an extra $5, you can pick his boogers for him. That seems weird. That seems what? like crossing a line. <laughs> or you can pay me to pick his boogers. Ew, bro. Ew. Yes, correct. Yeah, it's true. Ew. Kind of odd. Kind of weird, isn't it? Yes. That. Well, let's hear, let's hear, I mean, that couldn't possibly be your entire week, guys. Tell me Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Journalize it for him, Johnny. Yeah, tell me all of them. Well, some of them are in the future, so I haven't done anything yet. (laughs) Yep. Um, Oh my uh, God, you did stuff in the future? You can't do that. Yep, I did. did stuff in the future. Yep, so (laughs) went to hockey. Went to a party on Saturday night. No hockey, but the hockey game was fantastic. Saturday's game was amazing. On Monday night, I watched a bunch of AEW from last week. And then last night, I slept a lot. What do you think about that? Yeah, you might have slept more than Hudson. Hudson Hudson went to bed last night at, uh, 
When did you go to bed last night? I went to bed at... Like 7.30? 7. No, the last webcast, I went to bed at 7.20. Not, not last Wednesday, last night. Uh, last night, I went to bed at 9.30. Wow. Uh, I think he's exaggerating. That's way later than I was. That's definitely later <laughs> yeah. Johnny. When do you usually wake up for work, John? Are you on West Coast time? Do you get up at like 8? Yeah. 8.20, sometimes 9. What, so, 9 times 9 equals 25. Close. I don't, true. I don't close. think that works that way. 9 close. plus 9 equals 14. Mm, that's actually really so close. Very close. 16. It's like, it's like we're just adding Sean 13, back to the show. 18. 9. And you have... You have oh, can... no, Welcome that to math hour. All right, hey. That's uh, Hudson's third uh, podcast. Hudson, got a Wait. question for you. What? Would you rather have unlimited bacon and no more video games or games? Unlimited video games, but no games. But no games? What? Exactly. What? I'd rather have unlimited video games. But no game. You don't get games then. I don't. I think he's just trying to confuse you because I'm confused also. I'm confused also. I don't think Hudson's ever really had any bacon. Have you had bacon before, Hudson? No, I'd rather not have bacon. Um, yeah. Yet, <laughs> it's probably because you can't order it with your own beer. <laughs> what you get? I can't order it with beer, bro. Beer is not money. Money is not beer. Yeah. I don't know. In some circles, beer is money. That's true. Very true. I would imagine beer cake because it's not money. And 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 if you can't fly, just eat stuff that can fly, and then you'll be able to That's fly. True. If you eat chicken, you can fly. Bro, chicken, bro, no, you have to eat stuff that can fly, and then you'll be able to fly. Like what then? If chicken can't fly, like a bug, like a, bug. a fly, like a bug and a fly. Yes, sir. <laughs> the bugs can't. I thought bugs can't do that. Only flies can. Mm. I see. <laughs> <laughs> the truths of the world. Oh, yeah, yeah. you guys came here for hockey, and you're you're getting all sorts of deep we, thoughts from Hudson. Yes. How was your Monday last week and this week, Scott? Huh? My Monday this Scott? week terrible. John, why? That's Scott's telling us about his Monday. You know, what, hospital things. Wait, yeah. you went to the hospital on Monday? I work on a hospital. I work there. Bro. No, right? Did you do that today? Sure did. Great times. Going there. Three times. Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. I love going to the hospital every day. It's wonderful. Uh, my, He's being sarcastic, Hudson. My eyeballs are about to pop out. Oh, uh, that would uh, increase our viewership. Increase and the... you'd wind up at the hospital. Exactly. Not the one that I work at, though. Where do you live? I'm coming to your house. <laughs> North Dakota. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck lives, finding a flight. About a 30 minute, a 30 hour drive from us, probably. That's a day. Yeah, you're correct. A day is 24 hours, not 30. Yep. That that's true. Thank you. So I live a day and and more away you from you. Fun? 
Uh, that was me just Sean questing. Have you ever Googled how long it takes to get home? Uh, um, have you ever have you ever looked at the trip, Scotty? Thirty-two. Thirty-two. There we go. I'm looking. You can at... easily make up two hours in nowhere. Oh, nowhere sure. But no, the problem is that you get to like uh, Missouri and stuff like that. It's uh, toll galore. Yeah. How many hours do I have to go to for Nana's? Nana's is eight hours. No, no. How many hours to my mom's? My mom's is an hour and a half. Wait, that means it would be six o'clock to six thirty. No. How many then? Six o'clock to seven thirty, Hudson. I I have uh I have uh dyslexia. Apparently, it's only twenty three hours longest route. Oh. Oh. It seems longer than that. Seems like it should be. It should be longer than that because it's halfway across the country. Yeah. Well, I want to tell you what the money I have. Yeah. 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 Okay, Hudson, you have another minute. What What do you want to say to Hudson? All of our fans. Time to go. Is that it? You don't want to say anything else? You don't have any one more deep thought for the the group? What is your favorite movie? Johnny. Are you asking our listeners or are you asking John and Scott? I'm asking everybody. Oh, wow. <laughs> listeners can uh, Twitter us at FOHS Radio, your favorite movie. Uh, John, yeah. Movie? Do that. Do that. Um, Do it. How Do about it. V for Vendetta? That's a good one. Yeah. All right. Now you turn Johnny. That was, that was that John. Was John. Yep. Thank you, Sean. Now you turn Scotty. Thank you, buddy. Um, uh, I'm going to have to go with... Uh, uh, MVP. Most well, my favorite prime. movie is. Well, mine is Wednesday. Wednesday is a TV show, not a movie. Oh shoot! It's close enough, though. We got but, Stranger Things. Also, no, a TV well, show. look at the clock. Time for me to go. All right, buddy. Time to wrap it up. All right, can wrap you, it up. Can you say bye to everybody. Bye. <laughs> See you next. <laughs> See you next weekend. See you next, next week. <laughs> not next weekend. Next week. See you next week. All right. See you later, buddy. Good job, Hudson. Thank you. BRB. The man they call the hawk, Hudson Hawk. Oh. Wait. I, can't, I can't wait to post that and for everyone to see how good I was this week and how good I wasn't last week. I can't wait for everyone to see that. And scene. That was that was pretty good. That was a good ending. It was actually a lot better than last. It was, and yeah. the ending much better as well. He's getting the hang of uh, microphones. Yeah, exactly. even though he's not looking at the microphone, he still realizes that microphones pick up everything. Yes, he gets that. Thank goodness. Anything else from your weekend that was stood out to you? No, no, no. Mostly everything's good. Um, my allergies suck currently, uh, so. Got that going for me. Um, yeah. 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 I might go ice skating this weekend. Hey, Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Um, the only thing for me. I might start streaming. Got this contraption here. Is like it an Excalibur box? My old, to my old video games. Oh, yeah. NHL 2001 upscaled to HDMI. Has got nice. it. I have one of those for uh, my Nintendo to uh, to 
attach it to the flat screen. Unfortunately, it's not one of these that can hook up to it. So, I mean, I mean, so. those are going for like $40 a pop. Exactly. A little Excalibur box action. God, you got to love it. Uh, let's get to some injuries then. We got some injuries, injuries. We got injuries. Oh, yeah. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruised. It's the Face Off Hockey Show Injury Reports. I also appreciate that uh, my, my parents, the Google Maps updated where the their house. Um, it looks like they have a goddamn, like, Farmer John garden out in their front yard. What the hell's going on? I got to confront them about that. Oh, geez. Well, it's got Birdie. That's true. And the big, the big red farm, the big red uh, barn left. So, right. Somebody's got to do it. Exactly. In the audience, <laughs> Austin Matthews undisclosed injury that turned, is uh, is a day to day. But aren't we all? Uh, TJ Brody's got a rib injury. He is on the IR. Uh, in a strange I twist. Of um, boy, microphones do pick up everything. Uh, <laughs> before, uh, in a strange uh, scene of fate, Justin Kirkland got into a car accident on his way to his game with the Mighty Ducks. Uh, out of the hospital, didn't sustain major injuries, but still wacky, wild stuff going on. Um, that sounds like a terrible day. That doesn't sound great. On his way uh, to Ducks and Bruins, that's a way to get out of the beat and beat by the Bruins. That's for, that's for certain. Um, so we got that going for him. Glad he's all right. Already discharged from hospital, like I said. Um, and, uh, Keaton Guile, lower body injury, eight weeks for him, for the Montreal Canadiens defenseman. And, uh, Brendan Gallagher, lower body injury, six weeks, six weeks for the veteran of, uh, the, uh, the Montreal Canadiens. I almost forgot where the hell they were for a second. Yep. Uh, but Johnny, we have a Patreon. Patreon. We do have a Patreon. Patreon. Patreon.com slash faceoff hockey show. Hey, if you ever want it to uh, give us money for what we've done for the past 20 years, uh, over 20 years, uh, this is the time to do it. Uh, Patreon.com slash faceoff hockey show. The money you give to us goes back into the show one way or another. Um, if you give a dollar, you get the video show, you get to see the big belt that uh, Hudson had on. Yep. Yeah, Hudson hanging out there. Um, yep. You give $5, you get to pick the segment. It's a great time for everybody. Uh, and then we talk about what you talk about. And you get a little goodies here and there when I find the time to edit some things. That's all there. Patreon.com slash Face Off Hockey Show. You can be like Jerome, Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, and Sean. They contribute. So can you. Patreon.com slash Face Off Hockey Show. Get in there. So it was uh, junior hockey trade deadline this week. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was. And... Boy, howdy, did we have some 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 great ones. Uh, we had some wild ones going down for us right now. I'm bringing up the Vox. Uh, so the big one includes uh, Shane Wright. Shane Wright, of course, is a uh, embroiled uh, forward for the Seattle Kraken. Yep. Is now back in the OHL. He demoted him to Kingston. Then Kingston said, "Screw that. We're going to get some picks for him." So what All happened? All the picks. All the picks. So Shane Wright got uh, Shane Wright and a conditional 14th round pick in 2025 uh, has was sent to the Windsor Spitfires. In return, Kingston, the Frontenacs, uh, got forward Ethan 
uh, Medima, defenseman Gavin McCarthy, the a second-round pick in the 2023 draft from Ottawa, a third-round pick in the 2023 draft from Sault Ste. Marie, a fourth-round pick in the 2024 draft from Niagara, a sixth-round pick from the 2024 draft from Niagara, a fourth-round pick from the 2025 draft from Niagara, a conditional fifth-round pick in 2024 from Hamilton, and a conditional sixth-round pick in 2025 from Erie. Junior hockey trades are the wildest damn thing ever. It's interesting to me because uh, it's a basically like, um, okay, so uh, what do I what do I want to do with all this change that people sent us over the years? Yeah. What if I just repackage that and I send it to somewhere else in the league? What if they send it to a podcast and then just put it in an envelope and send it there? Like they basically like, okay, so we got a bunch of extra picks and we're never going to use these. Why don't we just trade all of them for shade, right? Um, it's not, that's not even the worst of it. So there's another big trade in the dub, two big trades in the dub. Um, the Seattle Thunderbirds received, uh, Dylan Gunther, who is the, uh, gold medal winning goal scorer in the world juniors, uh, the rights to Jordan Ramsey and a eighth round pick in 2023's draft to the Edmonton oil Kings. They get the rights to Koji. Uh, Gibson, a fourth round pick in 2024, a conditional first round pick in 2026, a conditional round second, a conditional second round pick in 2023 from Regina, a conditional fourth round pick in 2025, conditional fourth round pick in 2026, conditional fifth round pick in 2026, and Winnipeg's conditional sixth round pick in 2024. The Google spreadsheet that they have to uh, maintain has to be out of control. And I think the conditions are that if people remember it. Now, here's <laughs> one that is only has one conditional pick to it and could be the funniest thing ever. All right. So uh, the Everett Silver Tips uh, traded Owen Zellweger and Ryan Hoffer to the Kamloops Blazers. In return, Everett gets uh, 02 forward Drew Engelot, 05 forward Caden Hamill, 05 defenseman uh, Ryland Pierce, 07 forward, so they're trading a 15-year-old uh, to Everett, a 2023 first and second, second and fourth rounders, a 2024 first and fifth rounders, a 2025 first and third rounder, a 26 first rounder, a conditional 26 second rounder, and a 26 sixth rounder. So 10 picks going the other, 10 picks, four players going the other way for two dudes. This is amazing. It is, it is. This is like watching Mike Dick uh, try to get uh, Reggie Williams. Exactly. <laughs> and it's going to be, that, or or, uh, or Scott Stevens getting signed by St. Louis. <laughs> and doing nothing with those picks. This kind of started uh, way back in the day, back, back in the day, in the Kumja, uh, in 2020, or 2003, when uh, Pascal Vincent and uh, Marcel Petagneau, the GMs of Cape Breton and Halifax, uh, respectively, uh, pulled off a hell of a deal. Cape Breton sent Stuart McRae and Steve Villeneuve, uh, along with George Davis, to Halifax in exchange for draft choices and some players cast off from the Moosehead roster. The picks would then be returned to Halifax in June for forwards Jean-Francois Sierre, Francois-Pierre Gounet, Marc-Andre Bernier, and uh, blue liner Andre Picard. Then, in the middle of the 03-04 season, Villeneuve will be traded back to Cape Breton and in the summer of 2004, Gwinnett, Benier, and Picard would return to Halifax. The boomerang trade is what they call it. And it was actually outlawed 
by the Q- QMJHL. They said enough of this shit. I mean, and- they have to be smart enough, though, that like people talk about the fact that they're trading picks four years in advance. So, like, I feel like that's never going to go anywhere. Yeah. Um, I just find this interesting. Like, like I said, I just want to figure out, like, whoever has to keep track of this is definitely not getting paid enough. No. And if they ever leave the company, like, somebody comes in behind them and it's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. If I mess up this one cell, it breaks the whole thing. Indeed. Oh God! To think that you have to be—you have to legacy that out if you move up somewhere else or retire. Oh boy. Uh, one of the more recent ones was Travis Konechny in 2016. He got traded uh, from the Sarnia Sting, or no, no, from the Ottawa 67s uh, to the Sarnia Sting, along with Sam Studnicka and the third-round pick in 2016. The 70, 67s got Sasha Ch- Sasa Chemileski, Chase Campbell. Second round pick in 2016, which was Owen Sounds. A second round pick in 2017, which was Sault Ste. Marie's. A third round pick in 2017, which was Windsor's. A fifth round pick in 2017 that was actually Saginaw's. Uh, uh, A second round pick in 2019, which was actually Sarnia's. Third round pick in 2019, which was Sarnia's. A fifth round pick in 2019, which was Oshawa's. A third round pick in 2020, which was Sarnia's. A conditional second round pick in 2021, which was Sarnia's. And a conditional second round pick in 2022, which was Sarnia's. My God. I want to see the OHL draft to see if that condition was met. Um, That's just amazing. Think about it. The NHL could do this. I mean, it definitely, like, allows you to think outside the box, right? Like... Right, like Taco Bell. Yeah, if you could send multiple... I mean, I guess you could send multiple first-round picks now, but you can't do it in, like... What is it? Only, like... It has to be, like, two years, right? In the NHL? Yes, two or th- two or three. Last line. I think it's three, but whatever. God, like, that adds a, a new... I would... I would. God, I want to... We should ask Lyle. We will ask Lyle, because he's going to come in here in a bit. Like... If he would quit the business, if he had to do that, <laughs> if he had to keep track of all that stuff, man, the like, rumors on juniors, junior rumors, and then having to deal with ten draft picks going another way. God, I mean, all he has to do is report on it. He doesn't care what happens after the fact. But he has to analyze. It. He has to give his Spectre hot take. That's true. His uh, his uh, his SHT Spectre hot take. Perfect. Love it. I mean, it could be a Spectre Insider hot take. Oh, there you go. No, a Spectre no. hot Inferno take. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I put the I in front of the H. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you want seat. <laughs> but man, the junior try like, I don't know how they keep getting away with it. <laughs> I would love to see a story on who the first one was, if it was, in fact, the boomerang trade or something else. Um... <laughs> Oh man, I think Mark could Mark could probably use a nap. Yes, yeah, and use a nap and keep track of all the uh, junior hockey trades. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, speaking of keeping spreadsheets, uh, the topic of, and this is going back to fantasy football because right crazy. now that's on the top of my mind. I keep uh, I keep some stats between me and my friends on a spreadsheet. Uh, there was a debate after 13 years of the league as to who uh, was the top three, the top three managers in the league for the 13 years. 
and John wants to inter- inter- intervene. So I sent him my spreadsheet. John, did you get a chance to take a look at that sheet? No, I didn't and look at that sheet. Yep. Yeah. Well, there you go. Good, good content. Yeah, thank you for letting me uh, let me have the sheet. I mean, you guys trade draft picks, though. Yes, so we do. Track of that. And I have to keep track of all of that. Yeah. I mean, you just can't trade draft picks for like multiple years, right? Yes, you can trade for two years. Ahead. Well, one year ahead. Okay. So next year and then the year after. To so two seasons ahead. Yes. Okay. So two seasons. <laughs> one year, two seasons. <laughs> Golly. I, you know, I for one welcome these wild, wacky trades, and uh, can't wait for them to happen even more. I wish this happened in the NA. That'd be hilarious. Um, be like, yeah, no, we got we got the top prospect, but man, we don't have a tender contract for the next six years. <laughs> Good lord. I think that transaction. I think the trade deadline's already gone and done. I have no idea. NHL. They don't have a big show about it. I wish they did. Be on the desk. Well, maybe you guys should do one. We should. We really should. We should contact the NA and be like, hey, you guys got a trade deadline? Yeah. When? Hudson's not doing anything during the day. It's true. Actually, he's probably at school. He yeah. is at school on a weekday, not on weekends. Could use some distractions on the weekends. Yeah, we can pull him from school. Don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> For his <laughs> podcasting career. Yeah. That's right. Course. he's gonna be youtube as long as it pays the bills exactly as long as you can retire at 50 you're good <clears throat> but yeah good times great memories with that so yeah junior hockey trades they're wild they're crazy I, well, wow they're crazy yeah i wish uh, i wish for them to uh, go ahead and uh be in the nhl <laughs> okay. uh all right some other stuff hey all-star games happening soon don't you dare miss it. Um, it's going to be Miami Vice themed, it looks like. With her perfect reverse retro uh, jerseys. So, we got that going for us. I'll wait everything. Yeah. Uh, they uh, named the coaches. Um, some guy, some other guy. Two more guys, another guy. Rod Brendamore, Jim Montgomery, Pete DeBauer, and Bruce Cassidy, all the all-star coaches. Uh, if you're scoring at home, of course, we also have the all-star uh the Twitter th- Twitter thing where you can vote in the rest of the All Stars. Yep. Uh, How's that going? Have you checked that out at all? I have not checked it out. I think it's going great. I'm sure, uh, it's going great. What could go wrong? No, it's going fantastic. It's Twitter. Yeah, it's Twitter. NHL has a game zone. Interesting. NHL game zone. Is that on ESPN Plus? No, it doesn't look like it. It's on it's on the NHL.com network. NHL.com network? What the fuck was that, Scott? But anyways. Yeah, the NHL All-Star game. You guys hyped for it? Nah. <laughs> it is what it is. Exactly. I mean, I'll probably watch the uh, the skills competition if the Black Bears don't have a game. Sure. And, uh, and uh, yeah. Probably won't care very much about the uh, All-Star game proper unless it just happens to be you know, during a time slot where I'm not doing anything. Uh, I don't really like the three-on-three All-Star game. Unless they go three ice rules, I feel yeah. like it's stupid. You're you're not wrong. I think the Black Bears are off that weekend. All right. Yeah, yeah, because the next... I, I, I did it on Defending the Den. Um, that Monday, Tuesday, they're in Pennsylvania for the top prospects, and they're off the week before. 
Oh yeah, there you go. Well, I mean that would that would cause me to know what day the All Star game is. That was why I was like, you know, just in case the, sure, the sure. Black Bears are playing that weekend. Bev third. What was that? That sounded like an old, old version. That's my work phone. Oh. I got all sorts of alerts. <laughs> but it was old, an old version record. ringtones. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, exactly. Uh, but if if you're uh, if you're like uh, if you're like John Tortorella, you hate the All Star Game because you don't give a shit about it. It's true. Yeah, John Tortorella has come back very very well for the Flyers. Gotta love he, it. He's doing so much to to market the league as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, no, he's doing he's doing the Lord's work uh, for all that. So. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not too excited about the Ellis. I, 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 the gear, the swag they have looks great, um, but it's pricey as hell. As yeah, I feel like Adidas is just trying to get as much money as they can on the way out. Exactly, they're trying to get. I checked the check the fan store for the Florida Panthers T-shirts for like forty bucks. I'm like, oh fuck off. Don't, don't need this in my life. Nope. So, but they still have that same like pink. The uh, blue, yellow, white color set up, right? I think we looked at the logo at one point and we, we saw did. like it was pretty cool. We did. It's kind of like the reverse retro that the Florida Panthers have. Kind of. Well, at least it was using the colors. Um, but there was a leak. Oh, Johnny, there was a leak. Is that a vegetable? Um, yep. There was a leak, and I. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. Blow it up. Uh, boom, boom, boom. There's a leak of, the, of a poster. And then here is what we got here. Get that out of here. So here's what possibly could be the jerseys. Okay. The the old 19, early, ni- early to mid-90s jerseys. And the black and the teal and everything. Miami Vice kind of themed. Okay. So that's something. It's probably a pink one. Yeah, probably little pink linings there. Probably a, and probably that that teep. light blue or mint. Mint, yeah. Mint color. So yeah, that's what we got going. That's possibly the jerseys there. On How a, did they get ice to freeze on the beach? Just and just this one strip here. I mean, Dan Craig is fucking amazing. He's, you know, he's doing the Lord's work, and not Wayne Gretzky here. Not uh, Wayne Gretzky, definitely not, not Wayne Gretzky at all. No, and not Young Ovi with the beard lens. Exactly, not him at all. No, nope, nope. That way we don't have to pay him, uh, pay him any rights. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So there's that. But yeah, the logo itself is just like the Florida Panthers logo kind of deal. And it'd be nice if they did like just the regular colors of the team that was hosting the fucking events. But yeah, I find I would find that more interesting. Yeah. Like, was... uh, who was it? Wasn't it L.A. That had like the purple, the yellow, the black, and the yes. white jerseys. Yep. Yeah, they had their whole scheme, and then the, the NHL went to just two jerseys because they're like, "This is costing too much." Um, because the one year they had, yeah, you just had a black and white jersey because they're just like, "Yeah, no." I think it's when they started the uh, the trash jerseys. Yeah. Agreed. Trash we're kind of just there. We're trash. Yeah, we're guys. We're trash. Um, but yeah, so that's a leak and. Yeah, that's good. 
I, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, that gets people excited. I'm excited. Apparently, the uh, Stadium Series game is coming up soon. Yeah, no jersey for the Caps or Hurricanes for that much, aside from that leak, have been released. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I think that's in February. I think it's after the All-Star game. Maybe. Uh, Stadium Series Raleigh. Um, yep, February 18. February 18. Perfect. So you can truck it on down there. Um, but yeah, one of those dang things. Um, double IHF wants the NHL's decision on the 2026 Olympics by the spring of 2024. Pound sand. Yeah, pretty much. That's their decision. Give us, give us our money, you pricks. <laughs> um, I don't know. You think they should go? I've stopped caring. You stopped caring? Okay. Like, I enjoy watching the Olympic hockey tournament when it has NHLers in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, it kind of is what it is. Like, I'm still, uh, I'm still one of those, one of those people that think that the world juniors should shift to the Olympics mm-hmm. every four years um, and then allow overage players like you do for soccer yeah. in the Olympics. Um, but then Canada won't be able to get its money. So Right, that's for sure. Um, so you, you lose out there because, you know, why would you actually, why would you remove a tournament when you could just pull a whole bunch of people again for a second tournament in the same mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I don't think that I care one way or the other if they go ever again. Mm-hmm. Mark, your thoughts on the NHL in the Olympics? Um, I think it matters more to the players than it does the fans. Mm-hmm. I mean, Olympic hockey is... I don't want to equate it to like the World Cup, but it, it it's it's a watered down version of the World Cup. Like even the teams themselves, they don't get picked. It's not like uh, the 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 Olympic team for a given country trains all year long with each other, like the like a World Cup soccer team does. Mm. Right, those teams are. You know, every three months or whatever, they get a, a break to go back and train with their country. The Olympics is just a glorified all-star game. And it's not even a good one, really. Yeah, it's good to cheer for your country. And yeah, the players, you know, if they've been playing together long enough, it's it's good hockey. But, you know, watching Canada beat whoever the host country is 18-2 to two in the opening game is... I mean, what are we here for? It's really not even exciting until you get to the the semifinals most of the time. So, like, I don't know. It's not worth it, in my opinion. It's an interesting take of uh, the Olympics being a glorified all-star game, because I don't think I disagree with that. Maybe a little more passion, but... There's more passion. There's well, yeah. I mean, it, it, of course they care. They want to win medals for their country. I'm not saying it's not like it's like an all-star game in the fact that the players don't care about the all-star game. Mm-hmm. They care about winning a medal for themselves and for their country. But at the same time, it's like 
almost everyone, whenever the NHL plays in the Olympics, all of the, literally all of the players, except for maybe a couple Russians here and there, and maybe a couple Eastern Europeans, if, if, you know, the Czechs make the finals or whatever, or whoever, right? All of them play in the NHL. You're just shuffling the board and you're throwing them back on. It's like throwing the sticks in the middle of the, the rink and shuffling teams around, right? Up. Except they have to have a nationality. Except all their names have to sound similar. Yeah, right. there you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But still, Italian. it's like, I don't know. I, I get into it, obviously. I, I, I would prefer to keep an amateurs because you get to see people that you don't get, you get to see players. You don't typically get to see all the time. You fans get to know players that may be future superstars in the league before they hit it big. Keep it amateurs. And then you wind up seeing guys like, uh, Keith, a coin on whatever team he didn't, he play for one of the national teams at some point in, oh. in the Olympics as one of the over 30 guys or whatever. Sounds right. You get to just you get to see Chris all these Borch, guys. You're yeah. like, oh yeah, that guy. Chris like Armour Yager, I'm sure we'll play again. At 54. Yeah, 54. I would love that. That'd be great. Um, Olympics. I, th- I think you're right that that Keith Coin played in one of the Olympics that the NHLers didn't go to, but it doesn't doesn't say here. That's- <laughs> Any case, um, I think Mark confused Chris Bork and Keith Coin. Maybe. Uh, Keith Coin still. Oh uh, no, he's, he retired a long time ago. Damn. Chris Bork definitely played for U.S. last yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he got waived, and um, Canada picked him up, and then he got waived again, and U.S. picked him up. Yeah. Very weird yeah. time. In the Before Olympic he could Village. unpack his luggage. Yeah, the Olympic Village was wild. Um. Joe Sackick added to the Hockey Hall of Fame selection team. All right. Um, the mysterious group. Uh, he is taking over for Bobby Clark. Uh, and uh, they will convene in June to determine the class of 2023. Do you have to, like, appoint your successor? Uh, I don't know if you have to appoint your successor, but you probably have to give, like, three names. What's going on? Mark, Mark Spear is sending us uh, messages. Huh? Oh, I just sent a work email. Did it, just, oh, did it do probably... like a... Yeah. Thing? I, could, I, yeah, could, yeah. I could feel it going through the universe. That's so weird, man. It still does that all these years later. I know, right? <laughs> God, I remember we had to put the phones like 15 feet away. <sighs> Serves me right for trying to work during the show. Yeah. What the hell? How dare you make real money on a fake money show? <laughs> Oh, boy, is he. I wish it was the other way around. Right? Working on fake fake stuff. <laughs> fake government stuff while we were doing a real show for the real money. <laughs> That's what we need to do. We got to win that. We got to win that, that fucking lotto, boys. That's it. Got to win that mega 1.2 bill. Fucking let's go. Who's bill? 1.35 bill. Your cash out option 707. And then the IRS gets 40% or whatever they get. So you're only, unfortunately, you only wind up with like three hundred and fifty million. Oh no! Only three hundred fifty million. <laughs> Who could even live off that? I don't know. Obviously, not any baseball players. Because you see those fucking contracts, Jesus Christ! Why are you guys backward tonight? What do you mean, why did, are we backward? 
John's always on the left and you're always on the right. Why are you backwards tonight? Did know. somebody else start? Did somebody start? Everybody looks the same to me. Yeah, I've, I'm. I'm on. I'm on my screen. I'm on the, the. Yeah. the Maybe song. they did it by uh, John's voice pitch. Top. Yeah, John's on top and Mark's below. They like oh, you. You watch yourself, you narcissist. Yeah, I, yeah. The first thing I do is hide hide myself. Oh, do Why? Because I don't want to see myself. I want to see if I'm being I'm like, like a attacked by a. Uh, by that's, like a cricket behind me or something. That's true. That and I have to like bring up screenshots. So that's how I kind of. Yeah, I watch myself all the time. That's how I can see if my hair's growing back in. There you go. It's mine. A little <laughs> bit. Mm, mm, mm. Just, just, just check out the beard. <laughs> my beard's going gray. I'm sure Mark's is going gray too. Oh, geez. Mm, yeah, I plucked those out. The show's been around so long that our beards are going gray. Exactly. And when this started, you guys were in college. Didn't have any facial hair. I, I had, could barely. I, I had yeah. hair. You had. We both had hair. Both had hair. Luscious hair. Fantastic. People were jealous of our hair. No one was jealous. I wouldn't go that far, but, you know. You're right. Steve, maybe Steve Mitchell. <laughs> yeah. And Ryan Balangie. Yes. Who, congrats to him. And his uh, Golf News Network getting its own dedicated channel on iHeart. Congratulations. That's good. Taps and head taps to him. Hey, where's our fucking iHeart radio station, iHeart? We've got enough content to fill your fucking hours. (laughs) If if they started playing our show from day one, how many days worth of content do you think we'd have? Would it be like, it'd probably be like six straight months worth of content, right? feel like it has to be more than that two hours, two hours. times a thousand shows plus give or oh, take more. i mean obviously we're more than a thousand now but hold on well you got it well let's do it this way we've done a show pretty much every week for two hours so 52 times two or yeah 52 times two is uh is uh 104 hours so 104 hours a year times 21 years is 2184 hours all right, so 2,184 hours divided by 24 years, what? Uh, is 0.249 calendar years, so three months worth of coverage. Oh, wow. That's not with commercials. That's, we not, that's not counting all of the, the Black Bear shows and the... Uh... No, this is just straight up face-off hockey show. And I mean, every once in a while, you could get a Soderstrom bubble when you're like, wow, I was not expecting that. Yeah, no. Or a farm report? Oh, oh hell yeah. God. Jesus. That old tome. Yeah, no, so it's a quarter a quarter of the year. So three months worth of shows. Back to back. Back to back this. to back. Like Tom Amansky. So then you got to figure we add four more shows. No, we add 12 more shows to the end of that every time. And then there we go. We got 12 more shows to go in rotation. Because we're doing three months worth of you know, yeah, we'll be syndicated by then. Right. Well, you only need three years of, you only need three seasons to get syndicated. We've been syndicated seven times over, so by nobody, just us. It's just diff- it's just different little pod networks plucking our show off of the RSS feed. Pretty much, yeah. Like this is fine. This is fine. This is fine. Dental plan. Um. Yeah, what a long, strange trip it's been. Anyway, we're waiting for Lionel to come on now. We'll talk some 
junior hockey trades. We got trade deadlines coming up. When is the NHL trade deadline? Where's Hudson? He needs to fucking tell us where this is at. Um, he needs to be our stat boy. Yeah, that's what I was trying to push him towards. Yeah. But we'll start him as the producer. Okay. The producer. I guess watch him, that Nathan Lane movie. Be great. March 3rd. Oh, Jesus. So we're not even close. We're about two months away. Eh, less than two months. In any case, it's a while now. 3 p.m., March 3rd. It's, again, seems late. But the season goes until, like, August now, so who's the hell to say? But, yeah, have a have a good time. Good time abound. See where nobody goes and watch TSN and Sportsnet try to find some time. Talk about the Olympics. Yeah, exactly. Make the Olympic team for 2026. Uh, but, yeah, that's where we're at. Anywho, anybody got anything else? As we just sit here in silence. Yeah. <laughs> Waiting for Lyle. Waiting for Lyle. Waiting for Lyle. We did have a question. Like, who, brought, who came up with the uh, extension, the infinite power extension cord as the title belt? Like, what was that logo all about? Uh, I honestly do not remember where infinite power came from. It was just, it was like, you know, this is 13, almost 14 years ago that we started the league. So probably a meme. It was a meme from somewhere that we thought was funny, and we were at. It must have aligned with the fact that we were looking for a name for the show, or for the league. I mean, not the show. And then we wind up being Infinite Pasadena. That's why it's ID Infinite Dina Power. We slid the Dina in the middle there. The D. They slid the D right. They slid. We slid the D right there in the middle. Yeah. Um. It's better than being IPP. Yep. But that's but, uh, where it came from. But you're the first. Uh, you are the first back-to-back winner, right? I was. I am the first back-to-back champion. That's pretty wild. If you do it next year, then they'll years. call you Tomometsky. Tom yep. Sure. Starting for the three, Pete. Back to back to back. AAU champion. There you go. Um. Frankie Muniz is going to be driving a stock car this year. For a full season of Arca racing. It's not okay. The problem is he's not going to be able to be well at uh, at drafting or passing because he's always stuck in the middle. Malcolm in the middle. Good time oh. to have a random door opening. Exactly. <laughs> Ginger. So Ginger finally learned how to go down the stairs. Oh, Jesus. That's, uh, that's a big deal. She yeah. can go. Down, she she was fine going down the stairs from, you know, upstairs to downstairs, um, from the top floor down, but for some reason, going from uh, the first floor down to the basement, she didn't wouldn't do it. And then a couple of days ago, she started doing it, just mm. randomly. So, go ginger. There you go. Sean, did you have, did Sean Leahy? Did you have any trouble going down the stairs? Learn learning to go down the stairs, like Ginger. The big Ginger. Yeah, just, we'll get a text tomorrow. Just a Ginger thing, yeah. We got a text this week too. <laughs> yeah. We get a text as soon as Hudson was on. Sneak sneak attack. I was not prepared for it. Uh, but uh, you never prepare for the Gingers. Nope. That's what happens. Like the Spanish Inquisition. Exactly. 
Oh, thank God he's here. Flower <laughs> uh, uh, Richardson joins us. <laughs> That's the kind of intro I like to hear. <laughs> well, we, got, so we got started. We got out of the gate real fast, and then kind of winded down a little bit. Oh, just like all right. Well, let's let's get to Lyle. What uh, what, what what did I miss? What did I miss? Tell uh, me. Tell me. Hudson came back on. It was a great time for everybody. Hooray! Um, yep. so Hudson has ideas for multiple podcasts that he wants yeah. to create. Yeah, as well. ready to go. Excellent. Ready to fill out our uh, our list so we can get an iHeart Radio station. Um, we uh, we talked about the uh, the insanity of junior hockey trades. <laughs> oh, they, they it's like twenty years ago before a salary cap, right? Like in how? The NHL. Yeah. Like the people that have to keep track of the 2026 trades that are the drafts that could be happening and what conditions those are. Oh, Jesus. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. He was okay. Yes. Yeah, so he's with the Regina Pat. Shit. No, he's with the Vancouver. Jo- Wait, no, he's with the uh, Sherbrooke. Fit- oh, for God's sake. Where is he now? He did not travel more than 52 miles on the, on the ice. So he can't, that condition was not met. Um, <laughs> but That'd yeah. be so good. That'd be, that'd be epic if it was that. And then we talked about the uh, All Star Game and the Olympics and. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, things that Lyle loves. <laughs> love Olympics, except when the NHL is not playing in them. Would love them better if the oh, juniors Lyle, played in them. Lyle hates the summer games. <sighs> uh, yeah, we were talking. We were talking about the IIHF wanting an answer by spring or <clears throat> and that's like, yeah. Good luck to you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. What do you make of those junior trades, Lyle? Like, as someone who follows trades and things like that, when you, what, like, what do you, do you, I want that in the NHL. Is all I'm oh, saying. Oh, we all do. We all do. But like I said, the salary cap won't let us. But, a, 20, but a 2028 pick, like, given out today, <laughs> would be hilarious. Know, right? Nothing like being very far-sighted. Right. Yeah. I think the farthest you can go in the end, I think the farthest one I've seen is, is I've seen them do three years down the road on draft pick in the, in the, in the NHL. Well, the, uh, the, the conditions, like the conditions attached to the Ben Chirot deal that Montreal have with Florida. I mean, they're just insane. That one's just like, it, you pull it up on cap friendly and you look at it and, and, and it's like this long, right? Mm-hmm. If, if the pickers top term protected, but if uh, Jupiter is in the house of Mars at the time, uh, then that pick defaults to a 2027 first round pick plus a conditional third. Uh, if uh, the player's brother's cousin's sister's aunt happens to be left-handed. Otherwise, the pick then defaults to a second-round pick in 2026. Oh, for fuck's sake, just tell me what Montreal's getting. <laughs> I need to know what exactly this fuck pick is. Um, <laughs> if he touches ice this year, you have to give us a second-round pick. Yes. Anywhere. It anywhere. could be in his fridge. Yes. If he just touches ice anywhere. You no, that, us... uh, who just, that, that was the Sean Monaghan deal, right? That wasn't the... No, no, that was the Chirot. That was the Chirot one. Because the Monahan deal is even better. It, like that's. Oh Lord, yeah. There's that like, one's good too. Conditions galore on that one as sub, well. Yeah. Sub scenarios. It has. Oh my God, yeah. That one's broken down into sub sub paragraphs and everything else. Like, yeah, it's it's a beauty. Yeah. God. God At some it. point, you know, Montreal's going to get a first round pick. When, what year, and and what else might come with it is anyone's guess. At some point, they're going to get one. 
<laughs> some point at some point in time at some point in t- by 2025 we can say comfortably and confidently montreal will get a first round pick within three years on either side of that date <laughs> yep as long as they beat the dragon so one of the conditional yes. picks was one of the conditional picks was met by florida so far Ah, uh, yes, that's right. So. Uh, from last year. Now we wait to so, see. Yeah, Montreal is getting uh, the first-round pick for, uh, from the, the Panthers for this year. And it could be a lottery pick. Because mm-hmm. well, Florida sucks this year. But uh, it says here that, uh, oh, Montreal will receive. Okay. Yeah, no, Montreal will receive it. That's no, been guaranteed. So Guaranteed. And that to which I'm, I was thinking when I saw that, like, as a Habs fan, first of all, gee, thanks, Bill Zito, general manager of the Florida Panthers, to which I then quickly thought, but you're a former player agent and you've been a general manager for a while. Why did you pay that much for that muffler? <laughs> uh, if only you knew. They mm. thought they were going all the way. They right? they did. Oh, they did. He was he was he was giddy with success at that point last year. Because at this point last year, the Florida Panthers are the best team in the league. Yeah. And the highest scoring. And now they suck on toast. Pretty terrible. Well, just goes to show if you could could have had a do over, right? You could have uh, maybe not traded uh, traded Johnny Huberdeau, who wanted to stay. You maybe wouldn't have uh, packaged Mackenzie Weger with him to further weaken your defense core. And you know, hey, come on, hey, hey. <laughs> and maybe Matthew you wouldn't. Matthew Kachuk isn't the problem. The the solution to all the problems. <clears throat> Actually, Matt, no, Matt, well, Matthew Kachuk is not the fault for this. Matthew Kachuk is doing what they got him to do, and that's score and agitate. He's doing just fine. Thank you very much. Well, you can't, look, you can't blame the player for being the player. You can blame the GM for giving up a bunch of shit for the player. Absolutely. It's all Bill Zito's fault. Of course it is. (laughs) Yes. Of course it is. And and then he, but, and, and, and also another point as well is he got rid of the coach who was brought in as, as um, you know, the replacement for the had-to-step-down-and-disgrace coach early mm-hmm. last season. And I'm referring, of course, not as the disgrace coach, but the replacement coach being Andrew Burnett, our favorite, one of our favorite trivia answers uh-huh. of all time. Or so, Andrew Castles. Or Andrew, yes, yeah, we, we can't uh, Followed a close second fine. by Andrew Castles, yes. No, I don't know which one was the coach. Yeah, but no, Andrew Burnett was the coach. And Andrew Burnett was a coach of the year finalist because he got that made that team uh you know the the, the uh, top team in the NHL for the first time in franchise history they won their first ever president's trophy but then they and then he helped them win their first playoff series in like over 20 something years and then they got shut down by the Tampa Bay Lightning who were just that much better and Bill Zito said thanks Andy catch you on the flip side yeah, we're going to hire somebody better we're going to bring in Paul Maurice who's going to bring boring hockey back to florida hooray like i'm sorry but wouldn't any sane person go and be like look andrew like you did a fantastic job in a situation that you didn't even like you you weren't even a the head coach at the beginning of this season you didn't get to make the roster decisions that built this team i want to see what you can do when you start from square one and you have a full off season and you make the, the roster decisions and you invite people to camp and you make the lines from day one. I want to see how 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 you can improve. Mm-hmm. That's what I why would any sane person would be like, wow, this guy, this, we, we just found a diamond in the rough. Let's 
let's see if we can support him enough and make him better. And up until last, and up until last season, there was a sane person in the general manager's chair, and his name was Bill Zito. But he got drunk on success. That's the only. That's the only logical explanation. Mm. He didn't get stupid over. That's probably a bourbon. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. One yeah. bourbon, one scotch, one beer. Mm-hmm. I feel like success. Success is definitely a bourbon. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah whatever, or just Everclear. Whatever gets you the most drunk. Oh well, Everclear. The beside the ocean and watch the world die. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've been Proverov, Lyle. Yes. Proverov. He's not just a cheese. Oh, that's nope. provolone. Sorry, my bad. Uh, provolone. Kind of close. Mm. But he is uh, he is the latest into. He's getting a lot yeah. of sniffs out there, Lyle. You're getting a lot of sniffs, and the Flyers are trash. <laughs> the thing is, is that Provorov isn't trash, actually. Provorov's yeah, a, a good, good defenseman. The problem is, is eh, I'm being strangled by my cord, which mm-hmm. won't behave. Stop bouncing and behave. There we go. I want to bounce and behave in court. We need there to we cut that clip of Lyle talking to his penis. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Stop bouncing and behave. Uh, anyway. But uh, provolone, no, provolone, pro, provolone, there we go. Um, but yeah, no, uh, his problem is he hasn't been the same since uh, Matt Niskanen retired, you yeah. know, because he's he's definitely been missing that uh, that right side guy. They thought they had the guy with Ryan Ellis, not our stock car driving buddy, but uh, Ryan Ellis, the uh, banged up hockey player from who had his best years in Nashville and I think has played a grand total of four games with your Philadelphia Flyers since he was acquired two years ago. Um, so yeah, he's kind of struggled and the team on a whole is, has, has struggled. And of course, uh, so naturally, uh, yeah, Provorov, I think getting a little frustrated. They're saying he's a little frustrated with the situation going on there. Um, so there's kind of talk that maybe it might be worthwhile for, uh, you know, that he moves on somewhere else, gets a fresh start and, uh, and the Flyers maybe get something good for them uh, if they start to seriously consider doing a rebuild. But um, yeah, it, it this one's happened real fast. But I, I don't, I don't think there's a trade to be had for him not during this season because his contract is a problem. Because remember, Johnny, what are, what are what are we wearing this year? My man, there it is. The black cap is back, baby. And so anyway, um, he's he, like his cap hit is uh, 6.75 mil and he's got two more years on it after this. If he, if he was going to be an unrestricted free agent, I'd say, oh, yeah, he's he, yeah, he'll he'll be gone by the deadline. Uh, but two more years on that contract. It seems like a lot of money. Yeah. Mm. And under a flat cap, it is. Absolutely. Yeah, right. It is. Um, so that that's a move I could makes see. everything look bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear. I'm not going anywhere near that. That's what she said. Um, but uh yeah, I, I think that's a move that happens in the off season. Just just because at least then though there will be some teams that will have some cap space to, to do it. Cause I mean, right now it's crazy. There's only like half a dozen teams or so that have like 3.5 mil or more in cap space. Everybody else is pretty much maxed out. And there's something like what 17 teams I read today that are on LTIR that that's what they're using right now just so they can they can maintain their rosters and yeah, it, yeah. I mean the caps had to had to make John Carlson take a puck to the face just so he could we could yeah, get really, back yeah, Backstrom exactly. and Wilson. 
Never let anybody say John Carlson's not a team player. Yeah. By God. But yeah. So saying he might not hear you, but he'll, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was a nasty hit to the head, too. That that puck. Oof. Ouch. Ouch was called on that one. So bad that, yeah, he's out for not weeks, months. So there we go. But hey, you got Nikki and uh, and well and uh, you know everybody's favorite agitator Tom Wilson back. Right. I like I like the fact that he politely declined to have a to engage in a fight in his first yeah. game back. Okay. Basically, he said, "Hey, can you give me a game or two? You know, Just let me get back into the swing of things." Yeah, jeez. Oh, well, at least him and uh, TJ Oshie are swatting each other's butts in the pregame ritual, so everything's back yep. to normal that way. Uh-huh. Yeah, nothing wrong. Teams nothing wrong with the normal. hindquarters there. Yeah, everyone's done it. Giddy up. Uh, uh, anybody else in that Flyers team available or worthwhile? Oh, well, Travis Konechny would be worthwhile, but uh, I mean, he's having a career year. I, there's, there's not a lot of good things uh, going on there with, with Philly right now, though, to be fair, the fact that they're even reasonably competitive is of course a hat tip to everybody's favorite coach, John Tortorella. And I say that without being facetious, he's the reason why they're staying competitive. But yeah, Konechny absolutely would be if if they were going to put him on the market. Man, there'd be a lot of teams that line up for him. But uh, of course, again, there there would be some cap constraints. Not as bad as Provorov's. I think he's at uh, I think he's at five and a quarter. Five and a couple half. more. Yeah. So yeah, you might be able to to swing that. But I still think that'd be something that would happen in the off season too. Um, but uh, you know, otherwise you're going to be looking at. Uh, yeah, they're going to be looking at guys like like John Van or uh, John Van Riesbroek. Yeah, that would be <laughs> yeah, so John Van good. Riesbroek. Be amazing. James Van Riemsdyk. So sorry, but uh, pending I mean, pending UFAs like him. I mean, yeah, he's got like a seven mil cap hit, but a lot of that's going to be burned off once you get to uh, you know to the trade deadline, which is what a lot of teams are are going to be waiting for. They're going to want to be able to accrue enough cap space so they can take on the remainder of that cap hit. To make it work, uh, unless unless the Flyers are willing to retain some salary, because if as long as it's not going to carry over into next season, you know the Flyers, like most teams, would be willing to retain salary. But uh, yeah, ah, uh, there we go with that. Uh, Matty Dumba, Matty Dumba seems names seems to be popping up here mm. in the next last couple of weeks. What do we see on? Uh, I believe he's El Capitone of your uh, Minnesota Wild. Yeah, well, I mean, he's uh, he, 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 has, he, has, he always seems to come up like this, like this. I think this is like the third straight year that it, or the fourth straight season. I think that his name has popped up, but there's uh, there's there may be more to it because, of course, now he's an unrestricted free agent this summer. But uh, according to uh, Darren Dreger, the uh, yeah, there's teams calling about him. You know, Edmonton and Ottawa teams that are desperate for a right side defenseman or just any kind of top four defenseman. Uh, but the problem, the problem there, of course, is the Wild. Uh, they need pretty much all hands on deck right now because they're in a very tight battle for a playoff spot now in the Western Conference. Um, so as long as they're in the hunt, honestly, I don't see them trading him because if they do, again, as Drager pointed out, but it was just seemed pretty obvious to me when he first when he first reported it. If you trade him, you got to replace him. You know, mm-hmm. they they really don't have anybody else in that right side who could step up and 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 fill the void uh, if if you were to trade him away. So um, unless they go uh, on a nosedive in the standings over the next couple of months, I think they'll just keep him as an own rental. You know, and a 
you know, take the risk of losing him this summer. But at least, you know, you got a guy that, you know, at least, you know, him, you can, you can rely on him. And, and uh, I mean, he's good in the room as well. So you can't take that away either. So yeah, if you're going to clinch a playoff spot, you're going to want him on your blue line. You don't want to go into it shorthanded. So yeah, I, I, excuse me. I also saw some, some of my readers, you know, would mention, well, well, why don't they, uh, why don't they swap uh, Matt Dumba for, for Brock Besser? Because you're, you know, uh, the, the wild uh, asked about Brock Besser. Cause of course he's a Minnesota boy, mm-hmm. you know, actually he only grew up just outside uh, Minneapolis and only about a half an hour away from, uh, you know, the, uh, the wilds arena there in downtown St. Paul, which we know very well from our, our trip there. Mm-hmm. But uh, anywho, um, the the problem is is that yeah they they both have roughly the same salary or the same cap hit. I mean Dumba's is six million, Besser's is six point six. But the problem is is that Besser's got two more years left on that contract, and the Wild wouldn't be able to afford him unless they shed a bunch of salary because they got fourteen point seven mil a dead cap space next year. Oof. Yeah, ouch. Right. And they already, yeah, they have 67 million invested in 13 players. Two of those players don't play for them anymore. Zach Parise and Ryan Suter. That's so a lot of money. It's, yeah, that's a lot. And they've got uh, Matt Boldy, uh, Kalen Addison, and Sam Steele are all restricted free agents up for new contracts. They're going to want raises. So <laughs> if you're going to do that, you can't afford to bring in, uh, you know, I, I, I don't want to call Brock Besser big ticket, but you know, a, a second tier star, a notable like name, Brock Besser, a notable name, a notable, a second tier talent. Yeah. Um, with, for, with, with, with top tier potential, a scalper sniper. Uh, there you go. Since he's not top tier <laughs> scalper part. <laughs> That's the joke. Toss the joke. <laughs> um, nothing gives me more joy than, uh, seeing the Nashville Predators possibly um, possibly regret a waiver wire pickup or a waiver wire sentence. <laughs> oh, that's, you're and, still, you're still, that, that pain's never going to leave you, the Philip Forsberg thing, I, is it? Oh, I got a cup ring, baby. You're, yeah. you're going to, you're going to hang on to that. But yeah, but that, I got yeah, a cup that, ring, he's got a shitty mustache. What is he That, that, he, that deal <laughs> didn't give you a cup ring, though. Come on. It there, did, there, eventually. There's no, where, what's the tree tree for that? These nuts. <laughs> I mean, he's right. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, sorry to derail your thought there. Yeah, but no, only uh, Eli Eli Tolvanen. My goodness, I guess uh, Dave Poyle was not happy that he put him in the waivers. Like we might live to regret this. <laughs> uh, of course, uh, of course, putting up better numbers in Seattle in half the games uh, than he did <laughs> and, and seeing less ice time. Yeah, that's exactly. the irony. He was he was seeing like. Four, thir- 13, 14 minutes with the Preds, and now he's seeing like about 12 minutes of ice time with the Kraken. But there's the thing, the Kraken, they spread, the secret of their success this season, they're, they're spreading that offense around. Yeah, You know, you shut down their top two lines, oh, look, their bottom two can score too. So, yeah, it's kind of uh, offense by committee there. And Tolvin, and for now... That's a, yeah, that's been a good fit. I noticed that too. Like, damn, you know, boy's got what five points in as many games. It's like, shit, he's doing pretty good. But that's just a small sample size. Let's, let's, let's see how he does over the remainder of the season and into next season. We just got to full season. Then, then if it, you know, I'll become a believer. 
that, yeah, that that trade did him good and that he just needed to go to a different team in a different system. You know, if he's still averaging a point per game, hell, half point a game, whatever. If he's if he's putting up 40, 50 points a season, an average sort of thing, well, then I'm going to believe it, you know. Right now, it's like new team away from, you know, the old system that was kind of stifling him. So it's all, woohoo, this is great. But let, let's let's give it some more time and see how he does. Uh, I was going to say, what is the threshold? Is it half a point per game for the, going forward to get the, to get where they need to be for you to be like, nah, this is a good trade. Everyone yeah, knows. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Isn't, if, isn't if, this if, the reverse Tage Thompson, though? The reverse Tage Thompson. But as, as soon as Tage Thompson went to Buffalo, we were like, well, new team. Let's give him some time. And he started like lighting it on fire. We're like, whoa, it was actually, he's really pretty good. So what, what what's the difference here? Okay, well, the difference is, first of all, it took Tage Thompson about two years. No, it took longer than that for him to finally to to finally become a scorer, which he did last season. Correct me if I'm wrong on the trade tree here, Scotty, but I think he was he Tage Thompson not part of the um, Ryan O'Reilly deal. I believe so. Let me just St. Louis. He, I believe he was a St. Louis pick originally. He was. He was a St. Louis pick for sure. Yeah. So it took that trade happened in 2018. Wow. So it took six years. So it took, well, it took him, it actually took him five years, Johnny, too, because last season was his, was his breakout year. And then this season has just been the holy shit, look what he can do mm -hmm. now that he's really confident. You know, he's real good. Yeah. Oh, he's real. He's a joy to watch, by the way. I love yeah. watching a big guy like him with those hands being able to stick handle like he does and move as well as he does. Yeah. yeah, he was uh, he was part with uh, Vladimir Sabatka, Patrick Berg, uh, yep. Berglund, and the first round pick in 2019, and yep. second round pick in 2021. Yeah, but that's see that see so to the answer to your question, Mark, is that's the difference. Okay, <laughs> Tage Thompson. I don't even think Tage Thompson did. Did he get in any games with the Blues? Forty-one. Forty-one. Okay, so very very small sample size there with the Blues. Goes to the Sabers and is just kind of up and down. For years before he finally has his breakout performance last season. Yeah. Tolvanen, years with the same team. You know, not really able to get that breakthrough that he kept hoping for. And then goes to uh, Seattle, goes to his new team, and immediately in his first five games has as many points. So that's the difference. Yeah, Tolvanen played a uh, total of uh, 128 games. That's a lot. So that's that's a lot. I mean, you spread that out. I mean, that that's what four seasons of kind of up and down in their lineup. Because yeah. he was a first round pick for them in but, 20. When, when was he a first round pick with them? He, I was going to say 2015, but I think that's a little. I think. Yeah, it yeah. seems that seems a little long though. But yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, because he's only twenty five years old. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But adds up. Yeah. But the uh, the you know the point being though, I mean, yeah, he was he was up and down, and every year it was the I, I you know you you you'd read the uh, you know the the media in Nashville there cover covering the Predators, and every year it'd be like this is the year, this is Tolvin's year, this is the year they're going to give him that extra time, they're going to put him on the top six, he's going to be seen top six in power play. This is the year, and it never happened. So, yeah, never materialize one bit. So that, so that's why I'm saying I want to see see more of, uh, you know, Buts. 
how he does how he does in Seattle before I sit down and go, yeah, this is a classic case of a guy who just needed a change of scenery. Change of scenery guy, Eli Tolvanen. Um, well, we have the usual suspects. Well, of course, we have the updates of the, all the Canucks. We had a <sighs> update. We had a Bo Horvat update. <sighs> their mother's update before March 3rd, which, by the way, seems insane that it's that far away. Uh, <laughs> I know. But, uh, here we but are. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, God, there's just so much. It's it's just such a mess there. It it really, honest to God, though, I think I think that if uh, if it wasn't for the fact that there's so many teams right now that just don't have a lot of cap space to make moves, that we would have seen at least one major deal by now. I think Horvat or Besser would would have would be on the move by now, or would have been gone by now. Um, I I you know, because with with Horvat, it's it you know. Again, the Canucks could surprise us because you think back last summer and all the talk was JT Miller's going to get traded, JT Miller's going to get traded. Boom. Oh, no. Fuck, they didn't trade him. They actually re-signed him. Okay. But then we all thought, well, but that's okay because we know they're signing Horvat. We know they're signing Horvat. Oh, shit. They're not signing Horvat. You know, and now you hear, well, they may circle back to him, but it just sounds like, yeah, it just sounds like, you know, the train has left the station as far as that's, that's gone. I, 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 you know, I, the only way I see that working is if they have a change of heart and, and trade JT Miller. You know, and if there's a general manager who could actually pull that off, it would be, you know, who can do that is it, it would be, uh, you know, Rutherford because of all the, the crazy moves that he made, you know, back in the day with, with the Penguins and then with the Hurricanes before that. You could say, yeah, but he just signed J.T. Miller last year. to be like, yeah, and I realize it was a mistake, and that's not the guy I want to keep, so I'm going to trade him. There are Canucks fans who are right now, they are online begging for Rutherford to tra- trade J.T. Miller and use the savings to re-sign Bo Harvat. And I don't know, they might not be wrong. I, I think in Miller's case, though, the reason why he's struggling this season is because he got that big contract and he's really trying to play up to it. You know what I mean? To prove it. Cause he doesn't look this, like the same guy as last season. He looks like he's a lot more tense, you know, a lot more kind of, you know, wound up to try and, 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 you know, pr- you know, prove that he's worth that money that he's going to get that big deal. He's going to get, which kicks in next season. Mm-hmm. And that's just, yeah, it, it's really showing in his play. Whereas Horvat is just, he's just like, he's relaxing groovy this year. I mean, oh my God, the guy's on, the, you know, his career high was 31 goals. He's going to break that easily. You know, he's at 29 at last count. He's a top five in goals. Man, this dude's going to get over nine mil a season at this point. And this is the problem. The Canucks don't want to give him more than what they gave JT Miller. And Oof. it's just like, Ah, that's why I don't see that they can make this work at all. So that's why I think that he's going to end up on the move. But who knows? They might do a switcheroo. Who can say? I can say they won't. It'll be more yeah. fetch. Plus, <laughs> plus all, all the talk is JT Miller's a giant prick. So yeah, that isn't that doesn't help either. All of a sudden, the bloom the bloom come off that rose real quick, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh my lord. Well, gee, gee, what was in his attitude that ever that everybody missed? You know? oh, man. My the- God, you could tell this guy is like in, when it says intensity, there's a big picture of him in the friggin dictionary. You know, there's there can be there's such a thing as being too intense. JT Miller always looks like he, he's ready to just like that. He would just if he could rip an opposing player's heart out and eat it in front of him on national television, you get the feeling that he would. You know, Tally, that would bring in ratings. Oh, hell, I'd, I'd pay to watch that. Anyway, 
No, I wouldn't. I'm too. I'm, I have a tender tummy. I can't watch that. But <laughs> uh, for that, he's just like ah, maybe not that much. Maybe not that much. Watch. And and you know Brock Besser like I said. I mean, yeah, the Besser deal happens in the off season. Yeah, you know, there are teams that are interested in him. They they sure they'd love to to acquire him, but the Canucks don't want to retain salary. They're willing to take back a contract provided it's a, a player who's younger. You know, that sort of thing. In other words, yeah, give us a good young player for roughly the same amount of money. And it's yeah. like, well, that deal's not fucking happening. <laughs> okay, never well, mind. You just, you're, you're just not going to get this deal done. I mean, no. uh, hmm. <laughs> yeah. What was that? Oh, you want uh, Cole Caulfield for Brock Best? Yeah, that's not going to happen. Don't think so. Yeah. Wonderful. Oh, boy. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the salary cap is just going to make everyone just <clears throat> And we're all gonna be like, well, this is bullshit again. But yeah. remember, this is this is this is um, there are the defenders of it say this this is what we needed to keep teams from going bankrupt and all this horse shit when it's you know we all know you know that uh, that's not the case. It's not player salaries that make teams go bankrupt. It's how well you're doing in your market. Mm. So you know it's your market that depends, and they also forget as well because I saw this debate on. People are debating with with uh, with our buddy Greg Wyshynski about it because, of course, you know, Greg Greg throws it put up there, you know, yeah, 17 teams on LTIR. Yeah, great system, you know, and right away, of course, yeah. people are jumping on him for that. And I'm like, no, Greg's not wrong. No, Greg's not wrong because, uh, yeah, you know, I'm not saying we need to go back to the way that to the way the system was before where you had teams that like the New York Rangers and the Toronto Maple Leafs who had money to burn. And you had clubs that were struggling that couldn't afford to retain their best players or acquire players to help them get better, you know. But, I mean, and under this system, we do have a revenue sharing plan, which, guess what? Dirty little secret. That's why there's not so many teams going bankrupt now. There's a revenue sharing scheme. Everybody forgets that now. But regardless, you know, maybe something like Greg's right. A luxury tax would have been the way to go. But we had that opportunity in the uh, the lockout of 1994-95 when the NHL, ironically, were the ones that went to the NHLPA and said, hey, how about a luxury tax? And they said, no, fuck you. So, And then they came back 10 years later and the NHLPA said, well, we'll do a luxury tax now. And Bettman said, nope, cost certainty, salary cap. So here yep. we are. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. We had a chance then. We had our chance. Oh, if only. <laughs> if only we would have known what the future would hold for us. If only we would well, have known. <clears throat> let's let's do that way back machine. If they do you think if they would have accepted a luxury tax mm-hmm. that would would we have had all of these lockouts? I don't and, think so. And work stoppages? I, I don't think so. With a luxury tax, I mean again, a luxury tax system isn't perfect. Look at Major League Baseball as a shining example of that. It's not perfect. But the NH, but in the NHL, I think a luxury tax would have worked. Because, I mean, Major League Baseball makes so much more money, and especially, you know, the, you know, the big market teams. Yeah, yeah the big market teams in the National Hockey League make a lot of money, too, but it's not on the same level. And if you put some real teeth into that luxury tax, I mean, it would work, I think. I, I definitely don't think we would have seen a season-killing lockout. Maybe we would have seen another half-season one, perhaps, to kind of tweak. I don't know, but, yeah. How, I, I how really, many Stanley Cups would Detroit and New York have at this point if there was a luxury tax. Uh, Detroit would have uh, five more, and the Rangers would still have none because yeah, they, of course, they were spending stupid back then, and they wouldn't have changed <laughs> yeah, their ways. So no, there you go. Yeah. 
To be fair, to be fair too, Red Wings did win a Stanley Cup in the salary cap era. They went to the Stanley Cup Finals twice, so you know. Here, here's a question: If we have a luxury tax from that the '94 lockout, mm-hmm. do we have the six additional teams that we have now, or seven additional teams that we have? Mm, interesting. Great. And that's a very interesting point. Maybe not as many. I still think we would have seen that expansion. But the one thing that, to your point, Scotty, that is a big selling point for for prospective buyers mm-hmm. of NHL franchises is that salary cap. Yeah. That salary cap, is that's one thing where it works really well. Because you know, to, I mean, for God's sake, you've got, you've got 14. 15 prospective buyers lining up for the Ottawa Senators. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who are, you know, have a horrible arena right now where they're located. Awful. But, you know, they have a plan to build a new one downtown. Well, 10 minutes from downtown on, on the Breton Flats, but technically it's downtown. It's closer than it is now. Technically it's down. Well, it's downtown for fuck's sakes. It's not really downtown. It's 10 minutes from downtown. Fuck you. It's downtown. Okay. Can I drive it in 10 minutes? It's downtown. Anyway. Um, but that, you know, in, it, I, I think without a, with, there was a luxury tax system in place, you might not see as many buyers lining up for the, for the senators because of, well, we've got a plan for an arena downtown, but it hasn't been formally, you know, we don't have spades in the ground yet, you know, <laughs> making this happen. Um, and, and, um, yeah, I, I do think that we would probably be maybe a, a 20, maybe a 20, how many, how many teams were in the league back when we did the luxury tax? I think it was only what, 24 then? Was it yeah, 24 because, teams at that yeah, point? Because, 94, 95, uh, 26, 26. So maybe we're up to 28 or 29 by this point, Okay, you know? But you certainly wouldn't see, like I said, I mean, you've got you've got an ownership group from Los Angeles, and I'm not talking about Ryan Reynolds. There's an ownership group from Los Angeles that is part of this, that's making a bid for the senators. And 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 it's not to relocate them because every everybody go every prospective buyer going into this knows that the agreement is you will not relocate this team. This team stays in Ottawa. The furthest you move it is to a new downtown arena in Ottawa. That's as far as you move it from Canada. That's it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's none of, oh, well, of course they're going to do that. So they can then turn around and move it to Houston or move it to Kansas City or wherever. And it's like, no, it stays in Ottawa. But yet they're lining up for it. And I also think that that's also a big reason why we see franchise values going up as much. I mean, there's a lot of different factors behind it, but the salary cap is a selling point there too, you mm-hmm. know. So that that kind of makes it more attractive as well. But you wouldn't have had to add as many teams either through expansion to bring that extra money in mm. um, to the league if you had the luxury tax and people were just spending all willy nilly and then being like, "Here, take this money as well." Mm-hmm. Um, Here's this money too. But you also have to remember that lockout back in the, you know, in the, the mid 90s that killed off some of the momentum that the NHL was really building as an exciting league. Um, and then, of course, the uh, the lockout, the season killing lockout 
pretty much almost destroyed it until, you know, thankfully we had two kids named Ovechkin and Crosby who came into the league the, the season immediately after then and started generating a lot of excitement. You know, we owe a lot to those two gentlemen for that because it certainly didn't have a lot to do with uh, Gary Bettman having the team on the OLN network. <laughs> I don't know. Fish racing helped down. That was a good. Mm, well, there was that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good lead into that. It was nice to have yeah. uh, to have you know NHL games sandwiched in between the Tour de France and you know Tractor Pulse. Johnny loved both of those. I don't know why. Not true. Yeah, I, I watched know. the Ted Nugent hunting uh, shows as well. Yeah. There you go. There you go. They were the precursors to Duck Dynasty. There you go. Yeah, it made you feel like you were there. Yeah, but without leaving your couch, or without having to be like or shooting Ted a Nugent. gun, <laughs> or being outside, or having to deal with dead carcasses. Or, yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys make that sound like a bad thing. Mm. <laughs> well, animal carcasses, human carcasses, fine. But well, there you go. Animal. Let's see. That's where I differ. But different animal, literally. <laughs> what else we got there? You hate the All Star game, like I hate the All Star. Oh Jesus! That Jesus! Goes, really? Uh, When's the? I, I'm and I meant it when I said the last time I actually gave a damn about the All Star game was the John Scott all-star game in 2016 and that was just because of the drama behind the whole thing what started off as a, as a joke you know became because nhl fans being the irrepressible scamps that we all are you know yeah. but people voted for john scott and the league it's because it's their own damn fault they had to they had to abide by their own rules but then they tried not to and that just by that point after that point i just thought the whole thing was funny but i still didn't give a shit but once they started to try and, and prevent John Scott from taking part in that, that that's when I think everybody kind of got behind John Scott and, and got on this bandwagon. It was like, yeah. Yeah. I think and, I, and, and I loved how his fellow all-stars rallied around him, you know. And <laughs> yeah, like that was that was like a that was one of the feel good sports stories of 2016. It genuinely was. I think that was what his last season or second last season of pro hockey, season, John yeah. Scott. So what a way to go out. Right. Yeah. You know, and it, and it showed, too, that for all the, the guff that enforcers, the old time enforcers like him got back in the day. And I was no particular fan of their style of play either. I didn't think it helped the game at all. But I also knew their value. To their teammates i also knew that almost every enforcer was was a really popular guy on their team not just because he was willing to go out and drop the gloves for them but because they actually had personality they were the guys who kept everybody loose and you know that sort of thing so they really were kind of vital parts of teams and you saw that like when he had like the the fake scrap with patrick king because they were old teammates from chicago you know and it was just yeah and you saw them like hoist that big man up on their shoulders at the end of the game when he when he won the and was named MVP again on a write in by the fans. <laughs> and then after that, the NHL changed the rules and ruined everybody's fun because the, the Rory <laughs> Fitzpatrick, what started with Rory Fitzpatrick ended with John Scott and now has permanently ended. And we will never see that sort of thing again. But that's the last time I gave a shit about the all star game. Because I wanted to see what was going to happen with John Scott out there. And then they they were, they were constantly feeding him bucks to try to get him to score. And he scored two goals. So, yeah, you know, it was fun. It was That was actually fun. And the fans in Nashville, were God bless them, they were right into it. But that was it. That's the only last really memorable, other than when Ovi dressed up for the uh, the shootout competition there and, and the one in Montreal in 2009. That was the only kind of other thing. You know, last year, now it's more, 
isn't it? It's more the shootouts. It's more the 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 skills competition. It seems like people are more interested in the skills competition than they are in the actual game itself, right? Because in the skills competition, the players are really trying. Mm-hmm. In, in you know, in the All Star game, they don't give a shit, and for good reason because they don't want to risk an injury on a nothing game in a meaningless game. They're not going to go all out. They're not going to hit. They're not going to block shots. They're not going to play tight checking defensive hockey. They don't want to get hurt, you know. So. Sure, it's fun to see the players and what they're actually like in these things rather than the robots that we see in every game. Sure, that part's fun, but the game itself is just a complete and utter waste of time. We'd much rather see like the idea of staging the World Cup of Hockey around that period of time, I think is a great idea. I, w- I would watch the World Cup of Hockey every goddamn year if they did that rather than the All-Star game, right? Nobody misses the All-Star game when it's canceled. When it was canceled by COVID, nobody missed it. Nobody missed it. Nobody cared, right? You know, when it when they don't stage it during an Olympic year, nobody misses it. Yeah. So, you know, man, just 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 you know, the NHL seems to think that it has to have an all-star game every year, like Major League Baseball does and the NBA does in order to be none relevant. Of, none of them need all-star games. No, you don't need that. Well, think of the NFL. The NFL NFL has an all-star game. Who watches that shit? I don't. Because no, they don't take it seriously. Well, think think about... It. So expand your minds outside of the United States for a second. Mm. <clears throat> English Premier League. Literally every other league around the world doesn't do an all-star game. Yeah. They'll name... They'll, the English Premier League, and I only use that because that's the closest thing I follow, but like I'm sure yeah. the other European leagues, they name a top 11 at the end of the year... Yeah, as an accolade, which and is then they the give NHL out the trophies, and then they move on with life. <laughs> yeah, the NHL does too. You're right. Yeah, but that's what the NHL does too. At the end of every year, right? They have their first team All Star, their second team All Star, and the All Rookie Team, which is great. Yes, recognize yeah. the best players of the season, right? Recognize the top rookies. They deserve it, sure. But you know, to have them go out and watch them play the meaningless game, oh, stop. You know, every look, every two years that you have you get have them play in the Olympics and then, this, you know, every two years after that, have them in a World Cup. That's the sort of thing. That's the stuff we we'd enjoy watching. Not but as the meaning. old people in in sports can't get over the archaic fact that cable <sighs> streaming and everything exists and you can see your favorite player um, mm. wherever. Yeah. Nope. Uh, rather than just in the arena or no, on whatever the weekly you have to hope that he's on the weekly game of the week. But no, mm. you can see it anywhere now. And. That's yeah. really what the All Star Game was to begin with. It was it was started as a charity game yep. where one team played a a, a, a bastion of NHL All Stars or MLB All Stars or whatever, and then just no one got the memo that hey, we have technology, we can see Alex Ovechkin eighty two times a year. Yes, yeah. I mean the well, NHL one is like you said, it started out as a as a charity event. You know, then it became a team of all-stars every year took on the defending Stanley Cup champion, which back in the days when the Montreal Canadiens were dominating the league in the late 50s. Yeah, that was kind of that would have been OK. That would have been must see TV. Right. But, you know, once we hit the 1970s, they stopped doing that because it was all kind of watered down. So you had, OK, East Division versus West Division. But the players still but those games were still kind of meaningful. The players actually you watched some of those games and they were still like 
like Bobby Orr was actually blocking shots in them for God's sake. But when we hit the eight, the high scoring eighties, you just started to see that that's when it started to change, that that's when it started to become this glorified pond hockey. And by the nineties, it was a joke. You know, when you saw like, you know, these ridiculous scores, like 12 to six or whatever, it was just waste of time by that point. And they've just never really come back from that. And it's just like, yeah, nobody, nobody misses the all-star game. The the excuse they have now, and this is where you know that they're really reaching, is they is is the defenders of the all-star game say, yes, but look at what it does for this the host city. Locally, yeah. it does really well. The fans come out, and it's a fans event. And they get to see all the top players in the league in one place, and locally the fans love it. And it's like, good for them. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Glad you had a chance to see them, but really. The rest of us don't care. It doesn't matter. It it, it never draws rating. The, I, I bet that the skills competition gets bigger ratings than the actual game itself. Well, I, I'd go far as to say that the actual face value of the tickets for the All-Star game probably isn't that much higher than the face value of the tickets for whatever team is playing in the arena where the All-Star game is being held. Yeah. So really, it's just an extra home game for the owner. It's yeah. not the host city. Yeah. It's the owner. It's the owner. Yeah. But yeah, a little they bit wouldn't extra have this game them. anymore if they didn't make money on it. And none that's, of these well, leagues, yeah, that's would, the, none of these leagues is, would have all-star games if they didn't make money off this game. And there we are. And now we've we've found the reason why they're still happening. Yeah, it's a, it's an extra bit. It's a, as you said, it's an extra game of revenue that's not on the schedule for the host for the host city, i.e., the owner of the team in that that's that's hosting the game. Yeah, <laughs> you know, all the rest of it. Plus, well, the NHL gets their cut too. Let's be honest. Oh yeah, right. well, of course, because the lead. Well, of course, it's the lead NHL. They got to wet their beak. Yeah. You know? Everybody sell these recycled jerseys, and I'm not talking about oh. the material that they're making the jerseys yeah. out of. I'm talking about <laughs> the fact that they've used the same fucking design for the last 25 years, but they just changed the colors. Yeah, exactly. Game worn jerseys, guys, all signed by the original by the original owner of the jersey. Yes, I would have shelled up for a John Scott jersey. Would have used it as a big long night shirt. I would. <laughs> <laughs> But seriously, if I showed up, let's say that I did go buy a game-used All-Star game jersey. If I showed up to a Caps game in an All-Star game jersey, Ovechkin signed, yeah, they'd be like, cool, man. That looks great. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's something maybe you hang up on the wall or something, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But like, yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Nobody yeah. cares. Yeah. It's over with. It's over with. Yeah. Who do you have on your wall, Mark? I got Carlson, but then I got I got uh, Varlamov signed, and I got a Fedorov signed that are in the in cases ready to be hung up. So. Nice. There you go. I like that that you guys got those ones signed, guys that you really like. You didn't just go run out and like like oh no no I want to get the biggest star. I only want Ovechkins or or and you know or maybe Backstroms you know or Holpies back in the day when he was winning the Vezina Trophy. It's like no, it's like no, you know I really like Sergei Fedorov. I want him to sign my jersey. Man. Well, so the reason I have a Sergei Fedorov signed jersey is because when I first got season tickets, mm-hmm. one of the so they the, the Caps had essentially their own line of credit. That mm-hmm. they'd they'd extend to people who had season tickets, and if they if you used Teddy their little line of credit, I forget I I forget what it was called. I need to I need to remember what it was called. Capitals one card, something <laughs> well whatever it was, it was something like that. It was like a, a line. It was like a credit card that that 
Leonsis was trying to start and it never got off the ground. But if you had one of these cards and you paid with your season tickets with the card, the perk was any player on the roster, you could get a free signed authentic Jersey. And the first year that I got season tickets, Fedorov was on the team. I'm like, I'm never, ever going to get the opportunity to get a signed Fedorov Capitals Jersey. Yeah. It was like that paid for itself. Immediately, oh, there you go. Yeah, absolutely. And then, and then the second year, I got Varlamov, and then after that, they stopped doing it. But yeah, hey, Feds, Fedorov, yeah, Fedorov scored that important goal, man. Mm-hmm. Yes, back in the playoffs, that was still clutch. That was that was like he was that was his last greatest goal, and it yep. was vintage Fedorov the way he scored it. You know. Yep. Yeah. He He'll be in the, the hall. Goal of that, he scored the goal that got them into the playoffs that year as well. Yeah. It was a very key component to that damn team yeah i wonder what teddy ruth is doing (laughs) didn't we figure out he was selling insurance yeah i think he looked that up yeah that was a geez that was a while ago two three years ago we looked into that i think it's fine yeah hey theo people need insurance he was a player once but he now he just crushes a lot uh, huh? <laughs> yep. No. Uh, Theo Roof now works for the Investment Banking Associates at Green Hill and Company in Chicago. Ooh, investment Close banker. There you go. Investment Not banker. Insurance. Um, so yeah, he was vice president of Raymond James for a year. Goddamn. He's Stadium. doing all right for himself. Institutional equity sales at Barclays. Damn. Player with the Milwaukee Admirals. There you go. So, you know, he's doing hey, he's had a life, man. He's had a good life. He's fine. He could always tell people he got traded for Sergey Fedorov. Exactly. Well. Exactly. You, you can say that you, with a straight face. Yeah. You get finance degree from Notre Dame. Of course, you're going to have a fucking good outlook. Yeah. Notre Dame looks great on fucking resumes, my friend. Oh, hell yeah. And then uh, got his MBA at the University of Chicago. So good for Chicago. Chicago. So All right. Smart man is what you're saying. Uh, well, smart enough to know when to quit hockey and be like, this is going to make me more money in the long run. And I can always brag about, uh, yeah, back in the day when I was traded for uh, Sergey Fedorov. I signed my rookie deal. I got 750k in the bank. Let's go. Yeah, that finance that financed the rest of my uh, my financial career. There we go. Paid for the NBA, baby. There you go. Big time. Uh, uh, last week, Mark was the big winner. <clears throat> Hooray! Son of a. <laughs> 18 I mean. I was in second, Johnny in third, Lyle in fourth. Yes! You really got to tank. You really got to start uh, saying these in reverse order. The big winner with zero goals. <laughs> hey. uh, so on the year, I've got 98, Mark's got 97, Johnny's got 91, Lyle's got 85. I'm learning how to tank, finally. We go to the OHL. The old baby. The ol, that's going to hurt. There you go. Oh, that's something. Right in the ol. Right in the ol, where Shane Wright got traded for some 15-year-old kid. <laughs> How's your ol family? <laughs> oh, dear, dear, dear. Anyway. All right. Well, Lyle, you're first up. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. And, of course, i got to keep on keeping on with my... By the way, the true WWE's being bought by Saudi Arabia. That's the rumor. It's it's yeah. not confirmed yet, but the yeah, that's just that's so WWE. Yeah, pretty much what they've become now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Just keep pushing me further and further toward AEW. Thank you. Yep. Uh, okay. 
I think the last time I did this, I I took the Guelph Storm, the Guelph Lance Storm. So I'm going to move uh, on nope, from there. Not. Well, sure, why not? Take them now. The Guelph Lance Storm. You took the Saginaw Spirit Squad last time. Ah, I'm so proud of that one too. Should be, should be giant Thank you, P. Um, I am gonna go with um the team that plays in the Sleeman Center. Ooh. Uh, sounds like it should be a used car salesman uh, type of thing. Uh, and oh, hold on. Did you just pick the golf storm? Yep, he sure yeah, did. Yeah, I took the golf oh. land storm, bud. All right, then I can't yep. pick them. No, oh, that's sorry. really weird. But I can go with the Dow Event Center since we were talking about um, ah. finances. Damn it. And the Saginaw Spirit. There we go. Uh, my turn. Uh, what the hell is that? What the hell is this event center? Uh, formerly known as Molson. What does it mean? But what is... Oh, okay. Paul Sadlin Motors. Paul Sadlin... Of course we all know Paul Sadlin Motors, right? Uh-huh. I'm mm-hmm. taking it at your word. I have no idea who this is. All right. Well, he signed a 10-year agreement with the Barry Colts to name the arena after him. So I'm picking ah. up. It's your moving company. Yeah. And now Mark is up. I'm going to go with the... Uh... The team that plays in the arena that has two words that mean the same thing. Okay. I'm going to go with the Niagara Ice Dogs. They play in the Meridian Center. Ah. Mm. <laughs> At the 100th Meridian, the Great Plains begin. Plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is that we finally got done with that, isn't it, guys? So now we <laughs> you. Uh, the haha fuck you is brought to you by no one, but if you want to sponsor us, hey, how about you hit us up at FOHS Radio, uh, and then we will be able to get to you and say, hey, how'd you get our number? And like, we well, said it on air. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like the broadcast you do. I'm like, oh, I guess. Anyway, we're having fun here, gang. Um, but that's about to come to an end because yeah, it's terrible, Scott. terrible. Are you gonna hit us with Scotty? Uh. Lyle, pick a number between 20 and 33. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh, God. Um, Good. I'm glad we can blame this one on Lyle. (laughs) I'm going to get burned up. 22? 22. All right. Perfect. Um, Guys, this is is the time, right, when Wyclef was about to leave us. He was here because it was November. Um, we go to November 27, 2002. One side, you have the Edmonton Oilers. Okay. The other side, the Columbus Blue Jackets for live from Nationwide Arena. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, I am so, so sorry. Edmonton. Before the trade deadline. That's so, okay, Lyle. Any number you picked, it was the oh, same. Oh, I game. know. I was, I was going to get hosed one way or the other. And now uh, there was another one that was really bad. Um... <laughs> Well, we'll start with Lyle, who picked this game for himself. It's the Oilers. It's the Blue Jackets. It's 2002. Don't you dare miss it. All right. Well, I'm going to go with the Oilers first and take the easy layup, I'm hoping, of Ryan Smith. Ryan Smith had two goals this game. Yay. You get dubs for him. We'll go counterwise. Go up to Mark. 
What was the other team? The Oilers and who? Uh, Blue Jackets. Blue Jackets. The Blue Jackets. Uh, Rick Nash. On the board, Rick Nash. Yeah, there you go. It's always a, it's always a dicey one. Yeah. No. <laughs> Never, no. Johnny. Um, Luke Richardson. Richardson's on the board. Hey! Big 25 shift from him. Uh, to Lyle Richardson. Um. Uh, okay, I'm going to stick with the Oilers here. Okay. Um, George LaRock. George the Rock Johnson on the board. Yes. Here we go. We're perfect through okay. four. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Mark. Um, this is where it's going to fall apart, guys. I'm sorry. Right, sorry to say. Um, I'm, I can, I can, I'm thinking of the guy that I want to say, except I don't know what his name is. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to have to come back to that guy. Um, there's also another guy that I want to say whose name I don't know. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> forget it, ever. forget it, forget it. Steve Mason. Steve's, no, sorry, no, Steve Mason. <laughs> Such a good game. Oh, I, I think we've got a winner for uh, that. I think that one might trump, uh, you know, the, the guy block guy shots. Block shots, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know the I, guy, but I can't I, think of his name. I know exactly who I'm thinking of. I just can't think of their names. Oh, I hate when that happens. Yeah, no, I know. I, John, I get that way too. John to you. Um, Andrew Castles. Andrew Castles on the board. There, it's just that easy. Simple. Uh, <laughs> to Lyle. Confidence. Uh, I'm taking a taking a stab here. I'm hoping he's still there. Todd Marchant. Todd Marchant's still there on yes. the board. Okay, I know these Oilers. I know Back these Oilers. To Mark. I'll go with Epson Knutson, but I know he's not there. Epson Knutson, sorry. Oh, too bad. ESPN, not there. Nope. Um, Johnny. <coughs> um, Ty Conklin. Sorry. Ooh. No tie. No tie. Ooh, a little early for him, I think. Yeah. Could have been either one, though. Could have been either mm. one. Lyle. Mm. Uh, okay. I'm rolling here. As I said, I've got some names. So stand by to stand by. Um, uh, Yanni Nimana, Nima, Yanni Nima on the board. Yes, yeah. Like twenty five minutes. I wrote about those guys a lot back then. Yeah, I, yeah. That oh. they were constantly in the rumor mill. So I'll go up to Mark to see if he has anybody. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna. I, I, I forget his name. I don't care if I don't get any points for it. One of you two can guess it. It's the center that always used to play with Rick Nash that got traded to. New York, kind of to play with Rick Nash after he got traded to New York. What the fuck's that guy's name? But he was his center for years. And then eventually followed him to New York. Found him to New York. Ooh, you've kind of stumped me, bud. I, uh, I don't think he gave us anything. Yeah, no, you Hold kind on. of stumped me. There. I, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to keep moving. I'm going to look up just this one guy. Okay. All right. Okay. Johnny. Um... Uh, Daryl Sador. Ooh, no, Daryl Sador. A little early for Daryl Sador on the Blue Jackets. To Lyle. 
I'm going to go with an ex uh, an an ex Washington Capital, but in this case, I think he was going to be a future Washington Capital, and that's Tom Pody. Sorry. Oh. No, Tom Pody. Ouch. Okay. Okay. I can recover. I can recover. Back up to Mark. I'm going to go with uh, Magnus Arvidsson, and that's just a name that popped into my head anyway, and it's probably not right. But I'm still Finger. looking for the guy I'm talking about. But you get the strongman bonus of the night. So congrats. Hey, there you go. There you go. Brought to you by uh, Pure Protein, only a GNC. Uh, Johnny. <laughs> All right, I found the dude's name. Okay. okay. But continue. All I'll right. use him as my next pick. I didn't look. Up, I didn't see anything else other than the dude that I was thinking of. Perfect. Johnny. <laughs> I hope he's not part of this game. Okay. I hope so too. Uh, Alex Hemsky. That's Al the other guy I was thinking of. On the board, Alex. Yes, nice pull. I didn't think he was on the team then. Nice one. Okay. Was that his rookie year? Uh, fuck if I know. I only okay. that kind of stats. It just gives you the box score. Okay. okay. Uh, it was. It was. You were. I mean, he was like on the trading block for 14 years yeah, straight. Exactly. So. Yeah, but not his rookie year. Though. He was. He was Nick Boynton. You never know. No. Uh, Lyle, to you. Okay. Have the um, uh, Ethan Morrow? On the board, Ethan Morrow. Yes. Ethan Morrow dropped. Mark Recover. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Derek Broussard. Derek Broussard, no. Years yeah. Oh, that is a, that was, now that you say that, that, that was, was a good, guy, uh, that, yeah. That was yeah, a good. Yeah, that, that wouldn't happen, though, because Derek Broussard is still playing now, so that would mean he'd be in the league over 20 years. He hasn't been in the league that long. He's well, 35. Never, He's 35, guys. He's 35. Never 35! Know. Never know. 35. It's never know, Lyle. Uh, <laughs> Johnny. Um, Jamie McLennan. Sorry, Ooh. Jamie McLennan. Oh, you still, you can't go, you know, still. That's a good pull if you're stuck for a goalie. Going with noodles. Yeah. Uh, to Lyle. Uh, okay, I'm going to be bold here. I'm going to say Anson Carter. Anson Carter on the board. Yes. Okay, I'm rolling now. Okay. He is. He's going. Uh, Mark. Pascal Leclerc. Sorry. No. Jeez. Oh, Little early for that one. To Johnny. Um. Bob Beers. No Bob Beers, but you get a six pack of award tonight. There you Thanks. go. Get a six pack bonus. They're like Easter eggs now that yeah. you can get extra like exactly. extra points. There you go. Yeah, it's really it's really uh, <laughs> upon how fast I can think of something. Yeah. Um, Lyle. <laughs> well, Bob Beers, that's the gift that just keeps on giving. You know that that that's a layup um, until it stops. Yeah, yeah. true. Uh, Mike Greer. Mike Grief not on the board. Sorry. No, Mike Greer. Okay. Uh -huh. Yeah. To. <laughs> I'm not even sure I'm getting this guy's first name right. I think I am. Radim Verbata. Radim Verbata. Sorry. No Radim Verbata. I like the name, though. But you do get the Accuracy and Quotes Award tonight. <laughs> yeah, these teams were awful, at least as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah, no. Well, I like the only the only guy that I, that I could get on the Blue Jackets would be Rick Nash. I think there's a couple others I could get, but the I'm just sticking with the Oilers because that's it. I wrote about those guys a lot that year, so. Johnny. Um, um, Patrick Laleem. Sorry, no Patrick Laleem. To Lyle. 
Kelly Buckberger. Kelly Buckberger? No, he's in. <sighs> he's in the oh. ATL shawty. Okay. Uh, to Mark. Um, Mike Sillinger. On the board. There you go. <laughs> Gotta love it. 18, 18 out of 22 shifts. There you go. Hey, yeah. there you are. Uh, there you are. Gianni. Um. Uh. Carlo Coliacono. Sorry, no CC. Chocolate City on this one. And we'll go to our last calls. Lionel, last call. Uh, Longtime Oiler Steve Steos. Hey, Steve! On the board. Yes! What a good callback. Uh, Mark. Adrian Acoin. Sorry, no Acoins to be had. Ah. Lit in our pockets. He's right in that era, though. He played for the Oilers, though, didn't he? He did. He did later on. Later yeah. on. I think he was in Vancouver at this point, wasn't he? Uh, Might have been Canucks, I think. A coin. Canucks or Islanders? Yeah. Uh, Could have been. I think he was the Islanders after the uh, Oilers. But, okay. Uh, mm. Yeah. And uh, Johnny, your last call. <clears throat> Rico Fada. No Rico Fada. Can I do one more? Lyle, one more. Bonus one. Tommy Salo. Tommy Salo's on the board. Uh, yes, I got the goalie. The, yes. guy, the guy that Johnny hated because Belarus scored on him the year yep. the winter before. He lost me a whole bunch of money. Uh, oddly enough, Adrian Acoin uh, did not play for the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, but he did oh. play for the Blue Jackets yeah, in, in 2012. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Ten years after this game. Ten years. Yes. Yeah. It happens. It happens. All he, right. So, he was on the Islanders. Same, same color scheme. Exactly. Yep. No, and that's pretty much what we what I thought too. I'm like, I thought he played there, but no, you're right. For the Oilers, though, Eric Brewer, um, Carter was mentioned, Dan Cleary, uh, Mike Comrie, Scott oh. Ferguson, Josh Green, Alish Hemsky was mentioned, Sean Horcroft was mentioned. Oh, Larock was mentioned, Marchant Moreau, Ninamo were mentioned, Alec Pisa, Alec Leaning Tower of Pisa, Marty Reasoner, Jason Smith. Uh, uh, Ryan Smith, Steos, Mike York, and uh, Tommy Salo in net. For the Blue Jackets, uh, Castle was mentioned. Uh, Matt Davidson, Jean-Luc Grandpierre. Oh, there he was. Big bruiser. The big name. Yeah. Hansi Hyvenen. Rusty Klesla. Rusty. Scott Lachance, uh Grant Marshall. Nash was mentioned. Lassie Perea. Uh, Sean Pronger. Richardson was mentioned. Jeff Sanderson was not. Oh. oh also not mentioned. Your boy Lyle, Jody Shelley. Oh. Um, Sillinger was mentioned. Yaroslav Spotcheck, David Vaborny, Derek Walzer, Ray Whitney, and Annette. Mark Denis. Mark oh. Denis. 77 games that year. Wow. <laughs> wow. He was one off the record because I think Fear played 78. In '99, Grant Fuhr played like '79 in in '96. Oh, that was close. That was '78 or '79. Mm-hmm. That was close. I had yeah. one. I was one off. Yeah. 
Uh, yep, 79 and 95, 96. 96, yep. He still holds the record, yep. Well, yeah, he had three more games. He could have had the full slate. Yeah. But it went old school. Uh, but, yeah, all right. Well, Lyle, it's been fun. It's been real. It's been real fun. As always, guys. Uh, and we will do this again next week. We'll be one one week closer to the deadline and one week closer to death. And one week closer That's to the All Star Game, which feels like death. Hooray! Hey, we should do we should do a watch along, a uh, a face off hockey show All Star Game <laughs> watch along where we just rip it. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm game every before. thirty minutes. Scotty just reads out of the NHL Guardians book. Yes, exactly. We do a little <laughs> thing. It'd be fantastic. I'll scan some pages. We'll read along at home. Good. So. All right, Lyle. Have a good week. We'll talk to you next week. You too, guys. Take care. Peace. Lyle Richardson, SpectresHockey.net, at SpectresHockey on the internet. Johnny, shoutouts. Um, I like that hoodie you got on, by the way. Thanks. This is the St. Joe hockey hoodie that I got last year. Nice. For my, like, 25th anniversary or 25th reunion. Something like that. Or maybe it was 30 years. Fuck if I know anymore. Um, I don't know. I feel like crap. Uh, my uh, allergies all seem to have hit me at exactly the same time. Your allergies, so, fucking fans. So, uh, I am gonna just try to take a bunch of drugs and uh, sleep for a really long time, and wake up tomorrow morning like normal. Uh, so, so yeah. So I think I'm. Uh, I don't know if I have any any shout outs for this week. I'll give a shout out to the flat cap. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Oh yeah. Great investment. And uh yeah, I think I'm good. I uh I feel like junk. I feel like junk. All right, buddy. It's a good song. Yeah. Mark. <clears throat> uh shout out to Winning all of my friends' money again for the second straight year. It's good times. My man. Uh, um, you know, ever since I bought the belt, I've been doing really well in this league. I think I don't think it's a coincidence. Um, shout out to Ginger for learning how to use the stairs. Shout out to Hudson. Hopefully he'll let me on his podcasts when he yeah. starts them. If I'm not too embarrassing. Not too um, I guess that's it for for this week. I don't have a ton of shout outs this week. Not that I ever do. There you go. Um, a shout out to trying to figure out how to stream. That's going to be an adventure. Um, shout out to this needy cat who wants pets all the time, Mr. Cooper. Hanging out over here. There's no one around. <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? Hmm. 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 What? Hmm. That he's hanging with Mr. Cooper? Yes. It became unintentional. It became intentionally unintentional afterward, the fact. But uh, yeah, a couple of Mark Curry jokes at the beginning, and then like the B sharps, it just got less funny. Um, yeah, not a lot of shout outs here. I got new tires, so I got that. Shout out to new rubber on the road. And then my tires are no longer as bald as I am, so got that going for me. And uh, yeah, we've done it. That's it. For Johnny P. Mark with a C. I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Face Off Hockey Show, part of the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction and Podcast Monsters. Catch us on the social medias at FOHS Radio on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and uh, on Patreon, patreon.com slash Show. 
be a good time for everybody. But until we talk to you again next week, peace.